No, man, I can look at my fucking eyes, bro. <laughs> 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 oh lord oh. hello hello and welcome to the inglorious pastors podcast where we talk about spirituality news and how often we think about the roman empire <laughs> my name is michael basemir with me are old gungaloo himself brad polly hey joshua malkovich casey many are my names in many countries and joshua to- among the elves <laughs> malkovich to the dwarves Etc. I was in my youth God in the west it. that is forgotten, in the south Jish, in the north KC to the east I go not. You know, I decided I'm not retiring. <laughs> and together we are the inglorious pastors. I'm not retiring. He goes back to the bench. Yeah, fair enough. I was trying to do whatever I could to oh, you know, you're make, just, just keep the band you're together. Not retiring because you want to be with him. You're Man, retiring I because am. he wants to keep me from because <laughs> yeah, you're trying to cock block keep him. me from the mic. Yeah, I, 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 I this pastor's edging. This I, is what we do. Yeah, you'll be a full member yeah no, i swear and then we yank it around uh daniel daniel erwin says new pastor to this we just we just jerk you to like semi-completion yeah. that sounds about right <laughs> it's, it's the way we it's the bastard's way um usually pay for the reach around though. i i did say uh online i advertised it to our our listeners in the speakeasy that this would be your ordination yeah, episode. yeah bro, <laughs> i am live from glorgon six my <laughs> god oh announcements Woo! uh there's a new episode of Life uh, Finds a Way, uh, episode five. It's on your podcatcher. Uh, if you'd like Pastor's shirts and hats, that's online on Etsy, meaningless apparel. Um, and then Joe Logan just said, Matt did not have enough points for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Uh, also, this episode is uh, brought to you by our wonderful listeners in that the Pastor's just, Pub. That is just a perfect comment. If you'd like to get in the Pastors Pub, go on over to patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. That's fucking great. Just wait till you see next week. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Buckle up. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, I always forget how slow this is when you're not listening to it on one and a half speed. I know. That's the downside to have being on this podcast, Josh. <laughs> you realize you how? It at, yeah. It's at normal speed. Fuck me, man. We're talking in very slow. It doesn't go as fast. By the way, I need to mention... Okay, first of all, I like your shirt. Thank you. Secondly... I do, I do as well. It's a shirt that I don't think I could pull off, but it works. Secondly... Oh, you got some nice chest hair. No, sec- there, secondly, bud. are you wearing an amulet? No, what actually, is this, is, this? Uh, this is Michael's. I meant to give it back to him. It what? Is Thanks for letting me borrow it. <laughs> what is it mine? What is this? <laughs> this is a bit. Is this God really damn mine? It. You were just waiting for me to say something. <laughs> is this seriously mine? No, it's not yours. Oh, okay. What is this? My use. What is this? It's a time turner. Oh, is this for me for real? Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, I was like, this is fucking. Wait, you brought a gift for him? Fuck it. What the fuck is this shit? I gave you warm beer. You gave me lukewarm Warm beer. beer. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Can I wear this all yeah. the time? All right. <laughs> I just thought you were over there trying to look cool. No. And little did I know you wanted me to look cool. There you go. <laughs> Oh fuck! My ear stuck in your beer. My ear. You need right. to, Michael. You need to. You need to convert it to a hemp choker, and then you'd really have the millennium yeah. vibe. My fucking going. headphones just broke as I turned them off. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> this is a professional podcast, people. Uh, you know how many people I see using these headphones now that we have them? Tons. All the, they're really good. All the. But they do the break. People. How did? What are you doing? We what haven't did, broke one yet. 
Have we not? I thought Matt broke a pair. The, did, he uh, not, did he not throw the, him against the wall at some the point? The earmuffs <laughs> get uh, uh, they 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 peel, so we have had to replace oh, the earmuffs. Oh, that's right. Uh, what did Mandy say? Yes, do you? Oh, uh, everybody go <laughs> like. Everyone go buy a butter braid from Brad's kids. They're fucking delicious, and Brad will personally deliver internationally for a, for a slightly large shipping fee. Hey. I'll uh, I'll fly them to you. Hey, so uh, the pastors. Uh, I'll bu- pack myself in dry ice if you pay for the plane ticket. The, the pa- spoiler alert on uh, fat pastors. The pastors bought uh, candy bars from my son. So oh nice. fuck it, the pastors can buy some. Oh yeah, my kids too. selling those too. If anybody else wants, well, let's got let's, fuck school fundraisers. Did we? Let's go. Let's Damn get it. a butter braid for the pastor. Literally right now, man, we like, had Mandy we, put us on the list for the best butter braid. I don't care which one. And we had. Oh, we'll get a couple for the pod. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah, get some okay. for the pod. Michaela and I had a big old discussion about how annoying it was that schools like try to sell trash bags and shit. They're like, yeah. oh, they're like local or recyclable <laughs> yeah. or shit. Like, fuck off. They're trash bags. I'm God not asking my child to sell trash bags to someone. I, yeah. I, we God. have literally in our house three going on right now. Three. I only have three children. I have three, three fundraisers, fundraisers going on right now. It um, is insane. We need to talk about what we're drinking here because I'd like to oh, you probably get should. Yeah, lukewarm. it's not going to be great Can now. we put it back in the fridge? Maybe. All right, so taste it and then I'll explain the beer. So when it's ice cold, it's not bad. It, so okay, all right. To be okay, fair, hold on, you hold have on. liked a lot of my beers. So no, no, this no. one I said would I was going to say I, I told you the last like I don't know two or three that you made yeah. or whatever have been incredible, fucking phenomenal. Okay, uh, this one is a little odd. Yeah. Um, I think it does need to be ice cold. It, it has a very. It, it's almost like. Uh, Are we putting a lime in an Oktoberfest? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> it's not an Oktoberfest. I mean, it's kind of, but not really. Um. Anyway, it's kind of like a seltzer of beer. It's like a beer, it's like seltzer. A beer seltzer. Yeah. What did you say that? So it's it's redolent. Of, it's redolent of, of beer. beer. So it's a table beer. So here's the, here's like the if way somebody burped a beer into right. your mouth. So so, um, when I made my Oktoberfest, as I was like getting that recipe ready. Oh, I, dude, with a lime. When That's it's ice cold, fantastic. yeah, so, lime makes all the difference. So when when I was doing this i i found a style that actually fuller's does for their beers it's called oh, it's called fuller's. party guile and basically the idea is that you it's imagine like taking a what the hell sorry my kids oh. are, imagine imagine like when you're brewing off. tea that like you've got a you like let one be super duper strong and then you like make another batch with the, or another cup yeah. of tea with the same bag same idea so i made my oktoberfest which is a lager and that had to that's going to have to sit for a couple months so I made this, and oh it yeah, came is that going to be like, ready by the time of the yeah, party? That's oh, why it's that's why we're doing it. So like it's this is like two percent, and I made it into an ale, so I used a strong like a, an ale yeast for it. Yeah. So so the last the last couple that I mean with the line that is really nice. Yeah. The last couple you made were fucking unbelievable. And what's great about going to Josh's house is that he had he has a kegerator in his basement yes. of his own beer, and he's just like. My beer's downstairs if you want it. And we're just like, he goes to all this trouble, and we're just like, all right, I'm going to go get a refill. That Oktoberfest is going to be fire, man. I've already tasted like the earlier version of it. Dan said he misses Matt yelling at his dog. Shut up, Gwen! I tried to play fetch with your dog. Your dog's dumb. My dogs are not dumb. They just don't play fetch. It brought. It picked up a stick in its mouth, brought it to me. I took it, 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 it threw it, and it just stared at me. 
Hey, my dog can kill a, a, a rabbit. Let's see Gwen do that shit. <laughs> I bet she could. I bet. I bet she could fuck We've up got a rabbit. rabbits, uh, raccoons. I can't believe you haven't lost any dogs to coyotes. No, we haven't lost any dogs. We've or lost. Of course, there aren't. We've lost on everything There else. are no coyotes left in Morgan County yeah. because of one of your neighbors. My neighbor. Or to cougars. Relocated. Relocated them there to are, a ravine. There are bobcats right. out know, there. Yeah, yeah they're, they're freaking out there. Have you seen one out here? Uh, You've I, sent pictures I see from, the trail cam yeah. footage. Okay. So, like, the, yeah, there's there's bobcats out here. It's not great. They're, nope. they're not nice. Nope. They're I love cats. Nice. I've got four so, of them. But. Yeah. Well, this is this is a different kind of cat, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not peeing in the litter. Um, oh my god! Uh, also, we're drinking. What else are we drinking? Oh, that that made me higher. Boy, that really uh, kick started something there. The two percent beer. Oh, what's the Woo. what's the whiskey we're drinking? Um, I don't know if I can read. Uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. We we we've had this. I have no idea how long we've had this. I have no Un- idea. Good. Unopened. It's insanely good, and these yeah. are these bottles will sometimes go for like on the secondary market like a hundred bucks yeah. or more. Wow! Yeah, I think I bought it at the the Honey Hole, which the Honey Hole I, they just they quit doing their thing. They yeah, just put sucks. it out and sell it to whores. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers! How dare they? Like I'm gonna go over there and hang out and wait for <laughs> night bourbon to come in. <clears throat> I got shit. What else? Stop what else it you every day. There? Got anything yet? How about now? You could, if you did that enough, they probably would go back to texting you. They probably yeah. would. If I just go there. God, will you stop? Just, will you just give me your number and fuck <laughs> off? Yeah. Um, what are we doing? You and your amulet and your bleached hair. <laughs> Do we have, get the fuck out of my? It's a time store. turner, Brad. Where did you get this time turner, bro? Uh, well. It used to actually have like an like a, an actual chain for it. It was one of my Michael, kids' toys. Michael, I need you to tell me that I you know that that's not box. actually real. It's gonna enable him to watch. Brad. It's gonna enable I've him seen to these watch. on the internet. Yeah, and I think she like destroyed them all in the sixth book or something. So that's the only one left. You know, there you go. So what what book is this from? Harry Potter. Oh, okay. The Time Turner. That like it's a time machine basically. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to use this later. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so you can watch all the shows you want to watch. God, you, know? you are just. Dude, I read it's it. So off putting. Talk about talk about the um, <laughs> me doing things. I read a full, full fucking book today. Your, oh yeah, the audio book. Yeah, the audio. I want to. I really need whole that fucking book. book. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, I'm glad you were just driving around while I was fucking well, buried I, under a. I was also at a gas station. In the gas station, I'm like, fuck it. I'm wearing headphones. I don't need to be personable. <laughs> Logan, I'm. A, if you want to vote for me, I'm out. I don't run for office. Sorry. Oh. Uh, X turds. Oh yeah, we feel like a church membership yeah. thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bring in X turds. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, hold on. I think the ten dollar level is the voting level. That's the voting level. <laughs> There's like two of you. Let's just prove. Let's just prove what I've known my entire life that I'm not popular, and then we can get it over with. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh. We're gonna, we're gonna bring a segment. Here we go. You're listening to look on the bright side. <laughs> Mr. Brightside himself, Josh Casey. <laughs> Matt, too. No, They're Matt the, same the White. Person. Matthew They're the, the White. same person, right? <laughs> yeah, we're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, too, Electric Boogaloo. Is this uh, the first time that I've younger. ever been on this podcast with a sub? It Probably. Be. I mean, honest to God, it might be. I feel like we... I don't know. Is it? I mean, it's always been at Matt's house, and we weren't going to do it no, if he wasn't there. I, I forget. When we were in the holiday... No, because we did oh, the holiday. that's yeah, right. We, that's that. right. we were chilling at the holiday. Dude, that was, that was a weird how time. How did that happen? 
We that paid. feels like we paid for hotel rooms and for the yeah. conference room to record a podcast. That no, feels we were in, like we were in a room, a bedroom. That feels like twenty yeah. years ago. I, yeah, I swear to God, I can't believe that happened. Damn, that was I literally weird, forgot that we were literally sitting on beds, king size yeah. beds in a holiday. Inn. I was in the cuck chair. I remember. What in the fuck? I cannot believe that happened. Yeah, fucking wild. <laughs> that is crazy, man. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm not I, sure. Wow. It's been it's been rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. weird. Um. Yeah. So bright side. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna bring it here back since Matt's not here. So. <laughs> no God. sequel. Oh, that's we'll great. cancel it again when he's when he's back. Josh, did you have a bright um, side? Yeah, yeah. I had a had a really good weekend. Like we didn't we didn't do anything crazy, but Michaela and I were able just to like have a we have like a, a little like propane type fireplace on our front porch because we have a, a massive fire pit out back. So like if we just want to be able to sit out front, and we just had a had a drink and sat out there for hours talking, and it was it was perfect. It just yeah, was really dude. nice. That's, it was that's like exactly mine too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't at your house. No, I mean, I was there know. in spirit. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, I I hate to interrupt you. But that was that was the whole thing. Um, <laughs> do you know what you look like here out of with the shirt? If you would just just go, I think you should just do a uh, mustache. You would look like you're in MacGyver. Oh yeah, if you're like a pussy <laughs> duster. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the chest. <laughs> a hair. pussy duster. Michaela, is the chest hair sticking out. Oh, Michaela, fuck. Michaela won't let me shave the beard. I've threatened to have just a mustache. Oh man, dude, I think you could pull it off. I swear I to I God, could. I think you could. I too. really think you could pull it off. Yep, <laughs> that's I'm great. Just, Sorry, Michaela, you've been outvoted. Outvoted. I told her one day I would wait till she was asleep and then go shave it off so she'd wake up. And see it's it's a it's a uh, it's a condition of Josh's new employment. <laughs> yeah. So so here's what we need: we need the the beard gone, mustache only, uh, and so we can do it for a logo, so we can tell which one of. <laughs> oh, that would look fucking um, awesome. Well, Stashes are back in, man. They and, are. Such, and then I want you to do the Euro mullet. Like the little trashy gonna, Euro no, mullet. No. Oh, man. I, I have on. standards. I, I have to stop somewhere. <laughs> God damn it. Somebody just wrote no. Oh, I see. Guys, Josh, you weren't around for Lucas's mullet phase. No, I wasn't. He had a mullet but, phase. Okay, so the other Back side, in, it uh, was like early. I mean, he adopted it. Yeah. He yeah. was like at the head I've of I've seen that the pictures. Trend. I've seen those. Yeah. So was this like, and of course he looked good doing it. Fuck him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he looks good. At, I mean, if I did, I look like the, an absolute. He's the idiot. only one that I know that could that could wear this outfit with a fedora, <laughs> yeah. and nobody would say he no. looked dumb. They'd be like, no, "Yeah, it looks right." Absolutely not. Fuck you, Lucas. Were you thinking about wearing your fedora? <laughs> I have, but I won't Dude, because I don't. I had like three or four when I moved here. I have oh, none dear. now, <laughs> thanks to this fucker right here and his brother. Yeah. Wait, what? You guys made fun of me every goddamn time I tried to wear a fedora, so I just stopped. I got rid of them all. And it's funny because you actually look pretty good with it. I got rid of them all. Yeah, you got rid of all your you fedoras. Did, Josh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it, man. Oh man! Mandy had a classic mullet. She, dude, she's got pictures from when she was. It was. I mean, it was it was like achy breaky heart meets nice. like Barbara Mandrell at or something. Some, at like some it point, was we need crazy. we need to Dance. get in. At some point, we need to get into the time Josh broke up with us. I don't yeah. know if we've talked about that. Yeah, that's we have. We've <laughs> the mentioned dark it. Times. We've mentioned it, but we Dan said the Polly's did the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, about the fedora. That's fair. Oh jeez. Actually, I do have one that I that I. It's like a straw one that I'll wear like at the lake or something if I just want to. Bigger brimmed hat than a ball cap. Did you ever have a mullet? No. Brad, did you ever have a mullet? I was the chubby kid um, that had the had, flat top. I had like a semi mullet, like it was short, but I had a really short sides. Yeah. And 
I had the lines. Nice. Yeah, back in like I want to say fourth grade, and I got I wore bike shorts. That's awesome. I did too. I wore bike shorts. I did. I did ra- Me I, and my fucking pea-sized fucking I, dong in fourth grade, like. Christ. I had rainbow. I could have gotten a boner and nobody would have known. Listen to this. Rainbow <laughs> leopard print bike the, the shorts old, I wore. The only invisible leopard boner. print? Just like it had like a stripe of of rainbow leopard print. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I forgot about those. I also had a mullet. Um for 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 did a time, you? For a season. I never did when the I was mullet a kid. <clears throat> so, um, around the same time I uh I had the leopard print bike shorts that i wore for basketball <laughs> i can't believe i wore bike i wore bike shorts and i'm pretty sure with a tucked in shirt <laughs> fucking <laughs> so Christ. that so that Dude, halloween that is as bad as it gets so that halloween outfit that you wore was basically just you <laughs> going back in me time coast playing is yeah. my fourth grade <laughs> you said it was your dad but it's really just <laughs> <laughs> daniel says i'll bump my patreon for pictures. i'm pretty sure at that time i had some really serious i was kicking up some really serious drama and therapy so is that your penis or is it a turtle you put in <laughs> seriously dude holy shit i was like a surfboard down there michelangelo before the ooze <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh. All right, uh, uh, Br- Brad, did you have a bright side? Oh, uh, yeah, the same thing as Josh. This weekend, Mandy and I hung out outside a ton. I it, was gonna say you and mm. Michaela hung out. No, around yeah. around the fire. It was hot outside because it was really nice out, and it was. We just had some really good conversations, like just That's about, great. just I don't know, man, like. Just really good, deep conversations. It wasn't just, hey, I was a week, or you know what I mean. I mean, it's not that there's anything wrong with yeah. that, but yeah, yeah, it was really good. It's awesome, nice. I don't really have a bright side. Uh, <laughs> <It's> unspoken. <laughs> I just wanted to do this. Uh, no, I. So I, this isn't like this isn't profound, but I I was thinking, I I would like to do a segment where I would just talk about things that are cool that I that I discovered. Uh, so this is going to be my bright side. I guess that fits, right? Uh, sure. All right. Good deal. Yep. Uh, I'm going to Taipei chicken fried rice from Kroger. Frozen. <laughs> and Kroger yum yum sauce. Okay. So Holy, you sent us that picture. That's you what that sent was. us a picture and nobody responded. Yeah, we didn't know what it was. I don't care. It's, just it's so good. It's, it's just... It's, I'm just laughing because it meant so much to you, apparently. Oh I had no God. idea. I, I mean, it, I, I'm not kidding when I say I've had it. Five times this week. That's Holy awesome. shit! It's bro. so good. What are you made of money? Holy <laughs> crap! No, it was they had a sale. Don't worry. <laughs> it was like three dollars for the for the for each one of the meals, and then uh, a bottle was like Great. three bucks. So he's made of yum yum now. Yeah, it was it was delicious. So <laughs> so um, to, to to close, I should probably I, you know I said I would share my story whenever. Uh, I had my unfortunate running incident, and I feel like... <laughs> hey, listen, we're not telling you you got to share this. So this is voluntarily this is vol- shared. This is voluntary. I can't believe you're going to tell this story. Dude. <laughs> Just a spoiler alert. His new nickname in our in our messaging group is... is uh, Old Fire Taint. Old Fire Taint. Okay. So I went for a run. Which I no longer do now. Now I'm the other bright side is actually that the I'm, fact I get to that play you needed this reason to stop. Just, just I, love run, I love fucking being, psychopath. I love being outside and running, man. It's great. But 
Um, you know, had to go to the bathroom. I do too if I'm getting chased by a cougar or something. <laughs> or one of his bobcats. <laughs> yeah, had to go to the bathroom, pulled off the trail, and thought I was using leaves from a tree. I was not. It was a vine climbing up that tree. And um, oh, no. I ended up in the... I ended up skipping work the next day to go to the doctor and then it was still so bad two days later that i had to go to urgent care to get stronger steroids because i had poison that wasn't poison ivy poison something or other all up and down the the soft spots you had, you had poison spreading. sumac in your old and, crack and then it started spreading <laughs> dude like, i cannot imagine how my, bad that felt like, you have the I old sumac crack morning. the reason why i went to urgent care is because i woke up <clears> sunday morning and like i had washed everything everything was clean and because I, I, I'm really allergic to poison ivy, so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna be careful with this. And I woke up, and it was like on my chest. And before I could get to urgent care, it was th- like twice as big Christ. on my chest. Did you rub it all over your chest? No, too? <laughs> it was starting to spread to my back. It was on my neck, and like fucking it was Coyote fucking Peterson, fucking everywhere. Coyote Peterson out here wiping his ass with so, poison for the science. So of I can, it. I can. It uh, sounds like he got. Cleveland steamroll. If anybody, if anybody needs to see the pictures of the, the of the tree, did this shit get on your chest. I can, I can show you the tree to figure out like what the fuck happened. <laughs> but I don't know what it was because it wasn't poison ivy. But holy <sighs> shit! So my bright side is that I am no longer scratching my taint anymore. Cleveland steamroll. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was the fucking worst. Yep, whole sumac crack. Sumac crack. That's what's going on there. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! All right, uh, what are we? Let's do. Let's do music time. Then we're gonna do fat bastards. So. Oh, we gonna when are we doing oh, that? Oh yeah, we can, we can do that. <laughs> Go for it. You have music? Yeah, I have music. I'm gonna wait because <clears throat> Sarah and I were listening to this, and Sarah was like. Oh, why are you playing music right now? I was like, it's for the for the book. So I'm gonna wait till you're ready <laughs> Thanks, to read Dan. the book. All right, this is the second uh, installment of uh, disclosure. <laughs> Picking up where we left off last week, she shifted her body so she could reach down and touch him, mm-hmm. and she moaned when she felt him through his trousers. It's oh. <laughs> nothing sexier than the word trousers. <laughs> She fumbled at the zipper. He had suddenly conflicting images, his desire for her, his wife, and his kids. Memories of the past, of being with her in the apartment in Sunnyvale, of breaking the bed. Christ. Oh, yeah. Images of his wife, Meredith. Ooh, don't talk. No, no. She was gasping in little breaths, her mouth puckering rhythmically like a goldfish. (laughs) <laughs> he remembered that she got that way. He had forgotten until now. He way. felt her hot, panting breath on his face, saw her flushed cheeks. She got his trousers open, her hot hand on him. Is that like oh, the hot hands that uh, John Mark McMillan wrote about? Oh, oh, Jesus, she said, squeezing him, and she slid down his body, running her hands over his shirt. Listen, Meredith, just let me, she said hoarsely, just for a minute. And then her mouth was on him. This is usually when I busted. Uh, She was always good at this. Images flooding back to him. (laughs) The way she liked to do it in dangerous places. (laughs) While he was driving on the freeway, in the men's room at a sales conference, on the beach at Nepili at night. The secret impulsive nature. The secret heat. When he was first introduced to her, the exec at Contact had said, she's one of the great cocksuckers. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> we'll go ahead and stop. There. She's a class act cocksucker. <laughs> five out of five. Recommend. I, can't, I cannot up. fucking believe that I got off to that so many times in middle school. <laughs> so for those of you who didn't understand what that was, 
We're reading uh, Disclosure by Michael Crichton. Specifically, <laughs> the scene where Brad jerked off to when he was a kid. So I didn't make it past that very often, but yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, you know, oh, if I really wanted to treat myself really? right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold out. Let's go to music time. Oh, shit. It's There's so poorly written. It's so I fucking bad. Like <laughs> I mean, I have a boner. Yeah, right? Oh, man. From Time has stopped. This is the sh- this is the slowest this has ever been. The three wise song? Yes. It's the song. Slow. Enjoy the show. That was that was a minute and a half. I'll swear to God. <laughs> All right, uh, this is music time, Malkovich. Hmm. Ma- Malka bitch. Yeah. Why haven't we done that? I don't know, but we can add that into the list. <laughs> oh, the ever-expanding list of don't insulting worry. names for Josh. The people who are listening already heard. Oh, uh, you, you definitely need to put your microphone up to your mouth. Holy shit! Are you bit. fucking new here? It's been a bit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's his great. microphone was so fucking far away from his mouth. I mean, when we say far away, it was behind the two, iPad. Two feet. Like, easily two he feet. He had to lean forward in order to, to, to grab it. it. <laughs> oh I'm a little I'm a little distracted, you That's know? So funny. Uh, okay. So I'm Josh, too busy thinking about how Matt's thinking just, about how I'm stealing his job and I can't fucking amateur hour. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh you are sitting in the Matt seat. So I am. That'll show him. Yeah. <laughs> so, soil it. <laughs> That'll show. Am I, I, Piss on I it. Mark as, your territory. Do I look as white as he did? That's the <laughs> yeah. question. We'll find out. Uh, what is your... Uh, uh, no, I looked really white. Time. He looked jaundiced. <laughs> All right. Tell us about your song, Josh. Uh, it's Alphabet City by The National. Um, I actually heard this song. It was released as a single a while back, but... Um, you dumb some bitch. I know, right? But they... Um, God damn it. Uh, I got I was Does like, it all oh, sound I was like, like Owl Sydney. <laughs> I was like beep, beep, I was like, holy beep, shit, they released beep, a new album. Beep. They just had one. And so I was like, I Googled it real quick and I was like, oh, review you know, review on Pitchfork. Looked it up. Should not have done that because some asshole that's living in like a a studio apartment in Brooklyn's dude, like pitchfork. Dude, man. they were like twenty you know, when uh, when REM was twenty four years into their band, they made a shitty album and then they gave they at least had the decency to wait a few years to make another one national on the other hand. I'm like, fucking hell, just tell me if it's a new album or not. But it's good anyway. I just can't anyway, imagine. Like, I feel like I feel like Wonderwall. <laughs> I feel like critics, food critics, music Dude. critics, theater critics, have to be the most miserable people. They've got to be right. I, I think they've got to be miserable, and I think and I there's there's a culture online where everyone's a fucking critic. Well, but and that's why I say that, the though. critic kills wonder because. It, because if you, you are dedicated or you identify as someone who has good opinions, inevitably you're crushing somebody yep. else's opinion. In in just in, I feel like to do that job you have to you have to like pick a persona early. Yeah, yeah. In order to dif- differentiate I am yourself, the guy that does so this. like you have to then like there could be an album that you feasibly like to listen to, but because it doesn't fit your ethos. Mm-hmm. You have to rip the shit out of it because yeah. you work for Pitchfork, and it's just yeah. like it's not a Pitchfork album. It just drives me yeah. crazy, man. So, so I was like primed to enjoy this album just out of pure spite, 
And I did enjoy it anyway. But, I actually did know. enjoy it too. Yeah, I was going to really play good. a no, fucking really song, like but you yeah. stole it. So I want to well. do. Fuck you. I want to do like a, I want to start a critic. Uh, I want to become a critic, but everything's all positive. <laughs> and like, no matter how garbage it is, I'm going to find the one thing that's really this good. Is, I mean, a, a, just being evil. a critic. Be, here, being a critic, you have to be objective when in a, in something that is inherently subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you have to pretend that your yeah, like that your objectivity is this, the only. This like, album is objectively terrible. It's like no, that's yeah. actually all just subjective. Yeah. yeah. All right, this is awful. Unless, it, unless it's that album that Metallica did with Lou Reed, <laughs> <laughs> that is an objectively bad album. <laughs> Oh, my, my computer's intermittently going out. <laughs> it's a I don't miss the world. I love his Not the too. way it was. I can't get there. Try to think of it. Always at a loss. I can't get there. All of your lonesomeness kept in your wallet. Nobody notices, baby, you got this. Is that crumble normally in there? I'll yes. Still be here when I was like, come is, that, is that the computer again? From space. I think so. I will listen for you at the door. Take forever off. Anytime. It's, it's pretty much that for a long time. Yeah. Eight, eight minutes of that. Yeah. I was gonna be like, I was gonna say like, I was gonna say the National is back on their maudlin bullshit again. Like it's because it's yeah. like they are. But it a, is, but it's great. It is, and it's like I listen to that album. They're anytime they put out an album, I'm always like, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. But I never, I rarely go back to it. It's one of the. I just can't like. I've actually been on a kick lately. I have man. to be in the mood, yeah. like, and I have to, and I'm not even sure what that mood is, but Sad I have to dad. be in. I was in that mood out here. It's, it's dad rock. I was listening to that album on the way out here. I was just kind of in the mood for mm-hmm. it, and it's it's good. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna like open the curtain a little bit, let people see behind it. So every <laughs> week, whenever whenever we choose to do a soundtrack, we play. I play the same song, and I'm gonna play it right now because I want to make sure the levels are okay. <laughs> So uh, this Brad, Brad has heard this song uh, this every week just for about four weeks. <laughs> four so. weeks? About four or, years? Four years, yeah. So here, here, here's the song I play every week to, sound, to tell if the sound is okay. So here we go. It's a little bit too loud. I think it's all right. God, I hate that song so much because I've heard it so many times. Alright, he's gonna play a little bit more. That's alright. Okay. This is so great. Alright, Brad, play. What, what song have you got? Uh, the, al- the artist is Steven Steinbrink. Josh, you're gonna like this mm, album. Right. Writes a good book. The album. <laughs> nope. It's not Steinbrink. Same guy, right? Steven Steinbrink. East of Eden ruled. Uh. Disappearing Coin is the album, and the song is Nowhere Real, Nowhere Real. <laughs> it's really hard to say. Reprise. That's my... Yeah. Speaking of maudlin bullshit. Steven Stein. Break. Yep, I'm in. They dropped their cell phone in a pine glass. He looks like fucking Tobias from yeah, he does. Arrested Development. Yeah. 
album is just that god that's good it's like really mellow nice inoffensive mm-hmm. kind of indie rock his voice it reminds me of the lead singer from rich young ruler have okay. you guys heard of these I guys haven't. Uh-uh. so they were they of a, a christian band a long time ago they had one album. oh that rings a bell but and i couldn't possibly remember yeah so the music. this is uh this is what it i'm gonna play a little bit of that just so you can hear what i'm talking about too many magic nowheres here I know I don't belong Is there Boy. a magic you, you don't hear it? Not really It's that high pitch like Kind of Okay, I see what you're saying Kind of nasally Boy, this album's a whole thing, huh? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a Hmm They definitely commit to the bit <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna go You gotta go hard in the paint Yep Alright uh, Okay so I'm gonna do dun, 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 dun. Uh, Okay so post gospel um, It's a guy I know through social media And I met him once at a, a Oh yeah Irish restaurant What? Uh, <laughs> Jesus you gotta I, I, tell the story What is okay, that? So I, I've talked about this a few times Have you? Uh I think I talked about on the Hymns of Reconstruction podcast oh, okay. that is dead. Um, playlist still lives on. Um, uh, Sarah and I went to this Irish restaurant in Greenwood, and they were just playing punk music. And I'm like, "This is really good." And then, like, we're, we we get our food, and um, the waiter is also the bartender. <laughs> and there, an artist comes on that I don't recognize, and I'm like, "Hey, who is this?" And he's like, "It's me." And I was like, "Oh shit." What, what's your band? And he said, pl- the band's name is Plans. Um, so I really got into their their stuff. And okay. then uh, he basically did a solo project called Post Gospel. Plans broke up. I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> um, but he's in a, 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 it's a solo project, but he's got a full band now called Post Gospel. Um, so the song is called, uh, the, the album is Natural Habitat. Um, the song is, it's all one word, OK to Beer Fest. October Fest. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, so that's pretty good. I'm going to play this song, uh, but the whole EP is really good. So. This is like early aughts emo shit right here. Oh man. A little brand new.
that scratches that scratches yeah. some itch, and yeah, I'm not sure I which like one. It, man. What's the but name? man, I was listening. I was like, God, that just scratches an itch. Is that again? Uh, it's post gospel. Here's here's the song from their album. It sounds like Switchfoot. A little bit. Natural habitat. Natural habitat. Yep. Your computer's fucked. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that that is Switchfoot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the feel. It's not the the same riff, but it's it's no it's, no no. It's no. I don't mean like style, it was a yeah. riff. It's definitely like reminiscent of that. Yeah. All right, uh, Josh, you got another one? Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can. Which one are you going to steal here. from me now, buddy? <laughs> well, I was going to do the Benjamin Dakota Rogers one. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, Cigarette Machine. I didn't know he put out a new song. Yeah. His he's, album is fucking great, singles bro. singles every so often. His album came out this year, like early. It was really good. Yeah, it did. The Paint Horse one? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Keep keep vamping. I'm trying to <laughs> So anyway, find that. Um, <laughs> All right, here it is. <laughs> His voice talk about scratching an edge. Yeah. Man. I have a lot of Appalachian roots. Yeah. And yep. this uh, his music really speaks. Stumbling past your house, baby, at break of day. Oh, I thought I saw your silhouette dance across the shape. I got a mouthful. I, I was like down in the trying mission. to smell it. Called and called in hand. Cigarette Machine by mm-hmm. Benjamin Dakota Rogers. Oh, Matt puts up the artists on that. <laughs> if, he yeah. if he doesn't do it, somebody else is going to have yep. to. I'm not. Yep. <laughs> Who's got the fucking time? <laughs> Matt usually does it while he's like here. So, Josh, you got to do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brad, what do you got? Uh, I, I can't believe we haven't talked about Olivia Rodrigo yet. Uh, yeah, I was gonna do it last week, and then yeah, we had a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was too. That's interesting. I, I'm ready. I'm ready for your Olivia Rodrigo take. Okay. No, I like this album. I, uh, I, I, I never listened to any of her stuff. Like I, yeah. I, didn't, I don't. I only know her by name. Like I had you no idea where her she driver's license. I had no idea where she came from. Like I, I yeah. found out later. Dis, she was the Disney kid or whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I like this song. Uh, the, the album is Guts. And uh, so I listened to this album because I kept hearing people talk about it. I'm like, I'll give it a roll. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm a huge fan, by the way. And I was so. like, I'm, it was, yeah. I was like, I, I like this. I mean, I listened to it again. I was doing dishes yesterday afternoon and listening to her. Um, 
And uh, I really, man, I, I like the whole album, but there is a track, the very last track, Teenage Dream. <sighs> like, it's a really interesting song because the whole thing is like only a song that, it's a song that only a teenager could write. Yeah. Like, if you really pay attention to the words. And so it's like really overly dramatic. I mean, she's what, like yeah. 19? It's yeah. like, like, uh, basically going like i feel like my life is over like i, I yeah. mean just like the the like the the teenage angst and like there's something about like from like teenage to like 25 where it's like they're so i don't want to say basic but they're so raw in their emotions and feelings everything is the end feel, of the world it mm-hmm. feels so much more deeper than yeah something that willie nelson's gonna write at 85 <laughs> sure yeah. sure yeah. sure and it's uh What's interesting though is there's that there's that, but then so she is just a teenager, but at the same time she's also grown up in like the spotlight and had a lot of expectations put on her, a lot of pressure, a lot. So like, it's overly dramatic. But then when you look at her situation, you kind of go, oh, I guess I could see why you would be frustrated. And like, it's about like I don't living up to your expectations and shit, like. I don't know. Can I, can, so, I get, can I give you a brief history of Olivia? Sure, yeah, I, sure. Go so for it. Uh, I've, I first heard of her in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Isn't that, that her album right there in vinyl <laughs> in the front row? Uh, no, that's yeah. Li- I think that's Lizzo, no, that's, isn't it? That's hers. It's no, hers. I'm pretty sure it was her. Yeah, yeah. So I literally, yeah, we have it in vinyl. That's great. So uh, we haven't, we, we got the first one in vinyl. We haven't got the second one yet. Um, but uh, so she was in High School Musical, the musical, the series, um, which is supposed to be goofy, it, it, it's, like spo- it's, supposed to be. it's supposed to be goofy like that. It's High School Musical, mm-hmm. the musical, mm-hmm. and then they made it into a, the series it's like a so, human centipede of like high school <laughs> yes. musical. So uh, it's basically the school where High School Musical is rec- recorded. They're going to do High School Musical as their school musical. And they made a series out of it. OK. Um, anyway, so she was on that with this guy named Joshua Bassett, I think. I think Bassett is right. I love his um, hounds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and he, those two were the, like the leads in the show. And um, she was dating him. And then uh, they made a couple songs for the series. And then he broke up with her and started dating another like Disney. Okay. So is, is this album about that? N- n- the so no, is. the first okay. one is. So uh, he started dating Sabrina Carpenter and the first album is all about like how like how fucking dare you like how dare you leave me for her um and so there's a lot of that still on this album you can feel the angst of that yeah but it was was a very public breakup it reminded me it reminded me a little bit of earlier taylor swift yes it's got like, more it's, of a punk edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in in pop, it's punk, it's rock, it's got like yeah. a little bit of everything. So she wrote songs about it. He wrote songs about it. <laughs> the other girl wrote songs about <laughs> it. Uh, and so and all of them are just like bangers. They're all. I just haven't like, heard any of the other. They're songs. all just really <laughs> solid. Just like it, it's like Michael's like if pressed, I can't choose. Whatever, I just can't choose which one I like. Doing, keep doing it because it's it's working. Um, so keep giving each other trauma that you're gonna have to heal from in your 40s. Making that album and got super <laughs> successful, and then had to end up leaving the show because I mean she had to focus on her own thing. So okay, but he was still on the show. The show just ended a couple weeks ago, and I think I believe I told you that I cried. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you did. And I was like, yeah. Totally. I'm just sitting here crying about <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, that's the series. That's great. great. It's like, and I just leaned into it. I was like, oh, yes. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. 
By the way, there's a time on this podcast where I would have made fun of you mercilessly for that, but I think it's fucking beautiful. You know what? I don't even care. Like, no, I know uh, you don't. If I cared, I wouldn't tell you. No, That's the for thing. sure. Like, um, I'm just saying I feel like I've grown. Man, it, yeah. well, <laughs> I'm proud of you. It reminds me of I, we had um, we had Cadence had some friends over for his 13th birthday party, and we were, drive, like, we were driving them to and from ice cream, um, at, and like they were... You just can't like anything as an adolescent, as a teenager. Like you no, can't. Everything no, every, that you say yes, is cut down by someone else who's only doing it. Even your best friends, and they're doing that so that they can make their own identity based on what they're cutting dude, you down for. Dude, I was the for. biggest fucking ass. I was the biggest fucking well, asshole I mean, in well, high school. Yeah, I mean, you, obviously, you would have just done this recently. The yeah, biggest so. fucking asshole in high school, like because oh, I was school, that. I was school. that guy. Yeah. I was literally that guy. I was the guy that was like, I, I was small in stature that, i know. wanted i was trying to punch above my weight and so i developed a really good sarcastic yeah wit and i just tore like just, I, everything that any of i would have been great and i would have been a great crowd work comedian in high school um what's the deal <laughs> uh anyway so that was a anyway, team corner uh, apparently uh, celebrity news <laughs> roundup uh so Tyler this is Huckabee, rest in peace this is the song <laughs> <laughs> teenage dream or is it? I wish I could play the whole fucking thing. It's kind of, it's just a beautiful song. When am I gonna stop being wise beyond my ears and just start being wise? When am I gonna stop being a pretty young thing that guys? Gonna stop being great for my age and just start being good. When will it stop being cool to be quietly misunderstood? Well, I'll blow out the candles, happy birthday to me. Cause your whole life ahead of you, you're only 19. But I fear that they are. That uh, yeah, that that line stopped me. Like I was first time I listened to this album, I was driving and I remember exactly where I was. It like yeah. hit me. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Damn. I fear that they got the best years of me. Yeah, and it's like again, a normal teenager, you would you mm-hmm. would just go, "Fuck, I'm fuck, god yeah. damn kid!" Like you have no clue. Yeah. But it's like that came from like a place of like reality mm-hmm. for yeah. her. And she she's in the same vein of Taylor Swift. Of she does actually fucking write her songs. Yeah. She has a writing partner, but like it's her and him yeah. writing it together like it's yeah it, that it's genuine you you yeah. gotta just you gotta just listen to, if you don't even know if you don't like olivia rodrigo that song is fucking ridiculously good so. i wasn't gonna nice. do this but i'm gonna do it well, i'm gonna play olivia rodrigo Go as well it. i'm gonna because i think i i talked about how she was a little more punk yeah, I yeah, like yeah. we gotta feel that okay, a little bit sorry, yeah. so i'm gonna play uh i'm gonna play vampire but yeah, from the new this album this is a good one so <laughs> what's yeah it's very punk yes yeah I actually have not. I've been meaning to listen to this album and having it. Oh, that face you made when you drank this bourbon was the funniest. I was just trying to smell it and it just like. Give the satisfaction (laughs) asking how you're doing now. How's the castle built of people you pretend to care about? Just what you wanted. 
Look at you, cool guy, got it I see the parties and diamonds Sometimes when I close my eyes Six months of torture You sold to some forbidden paradise I loved you truly You gotta laugh at the stupidity Cause I've made some real big mistakes But you make the worst one look fine This chorus, I fucking love it Picks up a little bit. I'll play it, skip a little bit. It builds up and like. But yeah, you get the idea. Yeah, she's great. Right. Do we want to do a a a goofy one? (laughs) I mean, are you like you need to fucking? So I I either need to do a so a quiz (laughs) as if my response would have mattered. Quiz, (laughs) quiz or ridiculous? That's the question. Wait. Quit. Do you want the, the, you have to guess what who the artist is? Do you uh, want to do that, okay. or do you want to do oh. like just a ridiculous? Just song? I just want ridiculous. Let's okay, do, we haven't done a, a stone cold ridiculous in a while. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's the, the cousin of funky I saw cold this Indiana. one on on TikTok, <laughs> um, and before you white guys try to explain what 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 it is, <laughs> oh, okay. um, it's about the uh, steam that comes up from like the the drains in New York City. I've so, seen so that okay, that's yeah, yeah, that's what the song is about the okay. steam like what the fuck is what is that yeah there's so. places in indie like that too. yeah so here's here's a song this guy's great I like this stuff <laughs> like the Phil Collins yep. vibe yeah. what the fuck is happening here <laughs> What is coming out of the ground? <laughs> and why is everybody in the city acting like they aren't worried while they're walking around? Never <laughs> think that it might be this that the underground has turned into steam. Like what if every time you flush the toilet, they just take all of the fluid, heat it up, and blow it out of the street? <laughs> Dude, so great. That is every one of his videos are great. Utterly perfect. (laughs) Oh god! And I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Listen to the song. Uh, The song is "What the fuck is happening here?" (laughs) Tom McGovern. He does go into what it is, uh, and he explains in the in the the song. Holy shit! What the fuck is happening here? God, you know how that takes so much talent to write a funny song like that. Yeah, and then so much talent. Solo is so good. So good. (laughs) All right. What the fuck is happening? All right, this concludes music time. <laughs> Where are they? Oh, I right see you. What's up with that name? Why, why do we never prep for this? Well, you know. <laughs> never. I'm prepping now.
All right. So uh, Diggory is running a school thing. I, I have Diggory with me. So he's this is this is a life uh, finds a way crossover, guys. <laughs> oh, sh- um, the first one. So. Diggory, this yes. is the you West Indian lilac berries of podcasts. I'm he sorry. is wearing his <laughs> Jurassic Park uh, shirt today as well. Um, Diggory, say hello. Hello. All right. Um, so you're se- you're selling these candy bars. Tell us about what you're selling them for. Um, a school project. It's just to go get these rewards if we sell a box. And what? What? Tell us about the the actual candy bars themselves. They're like different flavors. <laughs> they're they're called they're called the world's finest chocolate. Mm. And do you believe that to be true? Yep. <laughs> okay, that's so, a hell of a sale. Yes, I'll take it. World's finest. <clears throat> if anybody wants to buy them from Diggory, uh, uh, I I don't know. Hit me up. <laughs> do, do you take Venmo? Diggory? Hit me in Venmo. Uh, uh, you, I, I mean, and when I say buy one, I mean, and I'll eat it for you. <laughs> um, um, so we're gonna do dark chocolate first. All right. Um, oh, what percentage dark chocolate? Is I love dark chocolate. I, I used to hate it. The older I get, the more I love it. This one. The what's your percentage? So do you like, what's like your highest percentage that you can go? Of dark I'm about 65%. Uh, it's I like about 70%, as high as I would go. Man. 70 is, is like right to. I could maybe better. do 70, but that's pretty. That's pushing so, it for me. All yeah. Right. All right. So here we go with the dark chocolate. So is it is it true that as you get older, like yeah. things like bitter things? I mean, yeah. Is that actually how? For, uh, for me, I don't know if that's universal, but. No. Very dark. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm. It's kind of like just dark chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, excellent commentary. He he nailed that. Yeah, it is just kind of like dark chocolate. Yep, I mean it's just fine. <laughs> it's not too dark. <laughs> All right, and the next one is uh, what is it? Wafer? Did you decide wafer or crisp? Wafer. Mandy said we lose taste buds as we get older. That's why bitter things start okay. tasting better. Wow, interesting. I knew that that was like a. What is this? Thing. What's this a rip off of? True. Like a Kit Kat wafer. Or like a Tim yeah. Tam or something. Good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm a fan. It's not quite like the Nutella ones, like the Buenos, but it's, it's got um, that, a hint of that. That re- It's very Kit Kat. Yeah. Like that tasted like a better Kit Kat, like a better quality Upscale. Kit Kat. Would you say it's the world's finest chocolate Kit Kat bar? <laughs> Do you want to read that no, comment? I'm not going to read. Jeez, uh, actually, do you want to have Diggory read it? Hey, Diggory. No, no, Michael. <laughs> Here you go. All right, this is, uh, this you is the You absolute degenerate. Oh, I would totally have Diggory read that. <laughs> what is this? Caramel. Okay. Or caramel. Caramel, yeah. I'm from Indiana. It's caramel. That's mm, good. It reminds me of the ones we would sell for band, man. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Brad, when you move away from the mic while <laughs> you're chewing food, it reminds <laughs> me of the rain. chocolate rain guy. <laughs> chocolate rain. <laughs> All right, Diggory, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, how people should check out your podcast. What's it called? Um, Life of Finds a Way. Where can people find it? Spotify. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right, see you later, buddy. Want to say a bad word? Just one bad word. You can say it right now. Anyone you want. You motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, there he is. Well, and there it is. Yeah, he can't. He doesn't say bad words on his podcast, so. 
Gets you for this he's, one. Built, he's all pent up. Yeah. He, know, he knows this one's an E podcast. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. E for everyone? Oh. E for explicit. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to dedicate that motherfucker to uh, to Travis. Pinks. Promo code Diggory's World. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go into the news feed. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know we were doing this segment tonight. You bitch. Don't, don't worry, Josh will take you. Boy, place. that was that as loud as it that felt. Was so loud, my Michael skull for is fuck rattling, sake, bro. I I have no control of the volume. <laughs> You're literally the only one that has control over that. I had my hands full with the water bottle. What do you expect? Uh, Elon Musk says that Twitter, now X, plans to charge a fee to all of its users. All right. This is the fi- the official death of Twitter. That's I so thought before great. was it. <laughs> God damn. People like, are still on there because the communities. But like at this point, like if you're going to charge, I've got probably five Twitter accounts. Four Twitter are accounts. you shitting me? One, I have a personal one. I have a, the pastor's one, obviously. <laughs> and then I have one that's dedicated to Big Brother and one that's dedicated to IU Basketball. You are shitting me. Yeah, because I, I want those. <laughs> I no I idea. want those streams to be different. I, I don't, I don't want to see when I'm following the Big Brother community. Like, I want to just see Big Brother stuff. I don't want to see all the, the, the bl- crossover of the other shit. So... <laughs> I got four Twitter accounts. I don't even know what to say. That's awesome. You heard me talk about my burner accounts. I didn't think you actually had them. I always thought it was a joke. No. John Stamos liked one of my tweets from my burner account. Spencer Pratt has me blocked on one. So great. Spencer Pratt from the hills. And and, and trust me, I didn't earn that block. He just just like, (laughs) I was like, Whatever. So great. I can't believe you didn't believe him. That's the. I, I mean, I just. How would you not believe that? I, I, honest to God, you would think after so many years of being <laughs> friends, I just, you would think I would know. Anyway, this I don't, guy. I don't post. I'm, I'm not shit posting on there, but like, I, I just use it so I could actually see what I want to fucking see. Michael goes on there. I hate my partner and my kids. <laughs> Gets out all the dark shit. Fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> uh,. Uh, this guy's just a clown. Just eat the rich. I, yeah. I mean, how much is enough? Like, he fucked up, and now he's trying to make everybody else pay for his mistake. It's just <clears> like, <throat> I just can't stand this guy. Yeah. And the yeah. amount of stooges that just, like, there's a bunch of gomers that follow him. Like, Are there still people, though? Yes. That, like, that's the thing. I mean. He, it's all right-wing guys. He literally, he knew exactly what he was doing. Mm. And it's like, it's all, yeah, the, the right-wing loves him. He's like a hero. The guy that started out, got it, made his fortune with electric cars. Jeez. Well, made, he made had, his for, inherited SpaceX his fortune as an em, for an emerald mine. Did he do? Well, he did. Yeah, there is that. SpaceX before. <laughs> did Tesla, you see right? where he like always know. denied that? And then his dad was like, it was that. <laughs> it was, that doesn't surprise me. We got us all of his money from his dad's emerald mine. Oh, yeah. And everybody's known it forever, and he yeah. always denied it, denied it. And his dad came out, and he was like, he totally got all this money from my yeah, emerald mine. Of course. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. matter. So, Lauren Boebert giving fucking hand jobs in a theater. It doesn't even matter. It so, won't matter. No. Along the same <laughs> on, lines I'm not here. done yet. I oh, got you're more. not done? Oh, you got Fuck, more? no. Fine. I got like three more. Are you, are you doing them all at once? You're just going to get it all out there right now? Oh, we can just rotate. Gonna, Have we ever rotated? Gonna, I don't think we, we rotate. We don't rotate. Oh, we don't rotate? Okay, we fine, rotate fine, for fine. music time, not for I'm this. Not, uh, I'm, not anti- pod- I'm not anti-rotation. Welcome anti- to the podcast, Josh. He's obviously... 
Look, I'm just trying to keep him from, you know, like letting it all out at once like he did with Michael Crichton. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so poorly written. It's, it's like so bad. 50 shades of gray poorly I, written. Yeah. I'm, I'm right now, I'm going to look up the face of Michael Crichton because I want to know <laughs> the face who is responsible you, you, for Here's the thing, Michael. You know exactly what he looks like. Right. I want to see I want to see the face of what It's he, the face of a guy that writes that as sex. It's like it's like Stephen Colbert stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> is what it looks like. It's a longer face. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, well you can't, you got to put him up in the. <laughs> oh, I don't. I I, I, I no. Look it up. You you can get, do your own research, guys. I did my own research. <laughs> Jet fuel don't melt steel beams. Yeah, my piss does though. Did you ever watch the the? Uh, Mythbusters episode where they just busted all of those yeah. conspiracy theories, yeah. like just shot them all in half. Uh, I never. It was pretty great. I, wa- I didn't watch a ton of Mythbusters. Really? I fucking no. loved that show. My brother gets. I, think I watched it more in school than. Dude, anything. your brother looks so much like him. My brother gets like mistaken for him quite a bit. He looks so much yeah. like him. I've never met. That's hilarious. Uh, squirrels cause three power outages in two days in a Montana city. <laughs> The animals are revolting. Nature is revolting. Utility officials fucking everywhere. I don't know. What are they doing? Util- well, I'll get to it. You maybe. So what's happening? Tell me, Red. Daddy. I haven't read this. Uh, utility officials. I found this thirty seconds before we went went live. <laughs> uh, utility officials in Montana City said, "Why would they not name the city Montana City? It's called Montana City. They're out of ideas." <laughs> uh, said squirrels were responsible for three separate power outages over the course of two days. Northwestern Energy said about 14,500 customers were without power for 45 minutes on Saturday when a squirrel damaged equipment at a substation. I'm guessing that squirrel squirrel. didn't survive (laughs) that. That squirrel was unavailable for comment. That sounds like got into a transformer and blew the transformer. Yep. Uh, The utility company said it's some roasted squirrel. (laughs) The utility company said it's investigation into the Sunday outages. I'm assuming that investigation was a guy walking in with a fried squirrel. (laughs) They found it. He usually eats these damn things. (laughs) I think I found out what happened. <laughs> got no hair left. All the hairs singed off of it. Gonna catch it with the coat, smash uh, it with the hammer. It revealed they were also caused by squirrels tampering with equipment. So that's it. That's the article. That's the entire fucking article. Christ. Now I want squirrel nuggets. <laughs> uh, the, dude, this is. The, I don't even. I don't even want to read this. Seven foot python found under the oh, hood under same. the hood of Wisconsin resident Wisconsin, Wisconsin residents car. Is you are not safe, safe anywhere. Nowhere is, nowhere, safe. Is safe. nowhere is safe. A Wisconsin resident sought help from animal rescuers yeah. instead of a mechanic when they encountered an unusual form of engine trouble, a python under the hood. Bay Beach, lovely this time of year. Wildlife sanctuary curator of animals. Christ. I'm not sure that fits on a business card. Uh, Lori Bankson said the seven-foot snake uh, was seen slithering in a garage on Pecan Street before it made its way to a park. Is it vehicle. Pecan or Pecan? <laughs> it's not Pecan. It's Pecan. I fucking Pe- hate that. Pecan. So I live on Pecan Street. God, I hate it so much. You could tell me you cured cancer, and if you do it in a southern accent, I'm going to be like, you're the dumbest <laughs> motherfucker alive. Uh <laughs> Most likely, the snake crawled up into this person's engine to stay warm and found a good place to hang out. I guess until it started. 
Uh, the car's owner determined the snake was not in a position where it would be harmed by a short drive and took the vehicle to the sanctuary. He drove Holy Fuck shit. that. Nope, nope, nope. Fuck nope. that. I am there running. There is no he way. He left the snake in his car? And drove to this place to animal control. Oh, my God. <clears throat> nope. There's no fucking way. That is, that is psycho behavior. <laughs> there is no way. Holy shit. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Bears raid donuts from Krispy Kreme delivery van in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse oh, me. You. Sorry. Uh, a Krispy Kreme delivery driver in Alaska captured a photo when he f- caught an unusual pair of thieves, a mother bear and her cub. You, you, don't, you don't get in the way of that. Uh, raiding donuts from the back of his van. <laughs> Shelly Dino. Um, I, there's a, there's, a, there's something there. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I just thought I'd leave it out in the uh, universe and see if anything latched on. Um, <laughs> manager of the Krispy Kreme Plan. Express store on Joint Base Elmendorf Richards. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Said I have no idea Josh what that says. What Josh knows what south. town that is in. <laughs> that is Rivendell. the Rivendell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've that is I, that's I have no idea what that sentence was. Say it again, Shelly Dino, manager of the Krispy Kreme Express store on Joint Base Elmendorf Richardson, said the driver was delivering donuts to the store when the bears entered through the open back door of the delivery vehicle. It felt like that 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 part of that sentence needed two more words. Yeah. Also, I can't. Keep, keep I can't. Mind, buffalo, so, buffalo, 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 buffalo. So the buffalo, the buffalo. donut shop was getting donuts delivered. Let's just throw that out there. <laughs> well, I mean, we work in oh, yeah, a certain chain, and yes, yeah. Time to make the donuts is whoever's doing that in a, in a massive factory, factory somewhere. Uh, Shelly. It feels I don't know what two words needed are needed in that sentence. But uh, something needs Facebook to be. Facebook user there. says J B E R is the USAF ba- base in Anchorage. Okay, I got it. But like the way that sentence was constructed was so clunky and weird, it needed two extra. This person words. gets paid to write. Anyway, he said you could hear them breaking open the packages. <laughs> we were trying to beat on the van, but they just kept eating all the donuts. <laughs> they ate twenty packages Holy of the shit. of the donut holes, and I believe six packages. Of the three-pack chocolate donuts. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Dino said base security personnel were able to drive the bears away by blasting loud sirens. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Good shit. Yeah, so uh, you we don't have to live in places like that. I don't no. know if anybody... Like, <laughs> we didn't get the memo. No. You don't really have to live in a place like that. Well, apparently, wherever you live, pythons can find you, so... Oh, Christ. Oh, man. All right, Michael. Or no, Josh. I don't know how, but they found me. (laughs) Go, Josh. Um, It's your birthday. (laughs) Physical fights erupt at eviction party thrown by Berkeley Landlord Association. The what? So when Berkeley, when the, um, there was the end of Berkeley's eviction moratorium, the Berkeley Property Owners Association got together to have cocktails and a networking event so they could be happy that they can now evict people. And so people came to protest at the bar that they were having their networking event for. Eat the rich. Exactly. It's all um, coming to a head, bro. And so it says that they, uh, meanwhile, while the protesters are outside, the landlords had drinks and appetizers inside the bar. About an hour passed before protesters entered the bar, at which point multiple fights broke out. It says videos of the event show uh, violent altercations, including a protester knocking a party's 
uh, glass, swinging their fist toward a protester. One of them pushed a female protester in the face and slapped her. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Several fights broke out. So, <clears throat> one of the most tasteless events I've ever heard of. So, yeah. I would say so. I just don't like. Josh, I thought you were feminist, <clears throat> and it turns out that's just Michaela's iPad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, Josh, I'm really proud of you for being so feminist with your run the world. Uh, yeah. What can I say? No, you just. Your your wife's a the good person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I hate women. I'm on the record as saying that. Obviously, yeah. so. uh, yeah, I mean, it's, okay, it's so well documented. Going going back to that story, I mean, this is again where like yeah, every every empire falls because of this. Yep, in all of human history, income inequality, and you only can you can only, only like, go so far. You can before only the you can literally, you can literally only yeah go. There's a there's like a a, a flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Every time, whatever that number is, where when you consolidate money and power in fewer and fewer and fewer people, that leaves more and more and more people out, and eventually those people go. Wait a second! Enough of this. Yeah, and that's where we're at. <sighs> I don't think about the Roman Empire very often, Dan, uh, but when I do, occasionally, <clears throat> uh, I think about it in terms of, oh, that's us. Yeah, and it's not. It's it's not going to be good. <laughs> Very soon, it's not going to be good. Uh, all right. Jeez. Um, well, along those lines, a pop-up bar for the homeless, Denver police are investigating. <sighs> Apparently, there's an open-air pop-up bar for homeless people on the north edge of downtown Denver. So as we're hearing, there was an open bar, sales of alcohol, things like that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, they were they were at the encampment Monday. There were numerous complaints about the encampment blocking the sidewalk and impeding Impeding pedestrian access. Yeah, I'm sure that's what the problem is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was exactly yeah. the problem. They've got a picture, though. Fuck off. They've got a picture of their of their bar setup. <laughs> it's legitimately awesome. It's pretty like, great. It's like they made they made a, a bar out of like... <laughs> like like, yeah, like ply, yeah, and then just put up bottles everywhere. So, yeah, that's oh, pretty shit. great. Was that was one of those rum chata? Uh, I haven't had rum chata in fucking forever. Dude, that stuff is no, too it's, thick, it's bro. It's so thick. It's Malibu, so thick. there's Crown, there's Jim B. I mean, they're all Malibu. empty bottles at this point. There's yeah. Makers on there. <laughs> Never mind. Can't tell. What else is on there? There you go. If you ever need some artificial cum drink, rum chata. <laughs> you said it. Oh, I, I knew that's what you were thinking. <laughs> it is so, like... Come, they told me. Come, 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 come. Rum chata Oh God, <laughs> Michael! It's a new theme song for Rum Chata. Come, they told me, Rum Chata Ta Ta. Oh, is that Brad? Right? Brad, you're pasty. You're not gonna be able to fix it. Buddy. That's you're better. Just pasty. I'm just gonna turn the light off. I think that's. that's Did you have for, any more? That's all for now. That's we'll all for you for now. now. Okay. Uh, so a woman ate 2.5 gallons of ice cream. Holy shit, dude! During a Wolf. Cleveland Hops- Hopkins security breach. So, um, a what? Huh? <clears throat> so. Um, she was arrested at 6 a.m. Um, and kept planes grounded for nearly two hours. Um, I'm trying to find the, the line. So, so reported a staff member found the woman later identified as uh, 52-year-old April Ford in the break room at the United Airlines repair building. Henry's daughter? Yes. Ford left the building after the staff, after the staff member left the break room to notify police. Um, but they found her walking towards the FedEx building uh, while in the restricted area. So somehow she got in there. Um, 
the United Airlines repair building security footage showed her taking and eating two and a half gallons of ice cream. God, dude, I love ice cream. That Never. is no, there's no you, way. You got to think that there's no rolling way. around in her stomach. I oh. saw two guys try in two big dudes in college try to do the gallon of milk yeah, challenge, and they both threw up. Yep, like multiple. Yeah, times. and it was like well, and it was like projectile, yeah, like, it was bad. like yogurt, it basically. Was bad, it was, dude. It was yeah. so they also show security footage of her rummaging through desk drawers, tool chests, and dude, a vehicle. How can you eat that much ice building. cream? I don't know. But two and a half gallons. Well, I mean, that is, <laughs> and it's it's not a large woman. It's a moderately normal. Like what was it, that little Japanese dude? Would have had to stretch all the hot dogs, Kobayashi, stretch her Kobayashi stomach out for that. Yeah, or something. Yeah, because <laughs> like, geez, man, that's what, what 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 reference was that? That's it's Star Trek. Kobayashi Good, I don't want Star Trek. I got you. I got you, Kobayashi. I've only seen the movies, but you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Swedish gang members are using Spotify to launder movies, uh, to launder money. Um, Let's read that again. <laughs> Swedish gang members using Spotify to launder money. So, according to a report, um, <laughs> there's got to be an ABBA joke they in can, here somewhere. They convert <laughs> money. I was searching for it. They re convert money um, received from drug Asana, deals, yeah. robberies, fraud, assassination missions into Bitcoin, and then they use the cryptocurrency to acquire fake streams for artists with gang associations. Then they collect the money paid out on those streams at a later date. <laughs> it's pretty fucking brilliant, dude. You know what's funny? You know what's fucking great? There, this is illegal, right? All of course, all of this is illegal. This is what corporations do every fucking day, mm -hmm. and it's perfectly legal. Yep, perfectly legal. Shell companies and like, I mean, just fuck off. That's what I'm saying. Like everything that like mobsters did that they ended up going to prison yeah. for is what corporations are doing every single day so yep. up to three percent of streams on services like spotify are known to be fraudulent with hip-hop artists making up to 84.5 percent of the fake streams that they've detected christ damn so that's crazy uh, hip-hop is the most popular genre in french in the french streaming market um and only 0.4 percent of the total hip-hop streams recorded in the country in French rap bangs, 2024, <laughs> 2021 were, were uh, determined to be fraudulent. So, yep, a lot of that's a lot of what fucking is Swedish rap? What does Swedish rap sound like? The guy <clears throat> with the meatballs. It's all about meatballs. <laughs> I feel like it would sound like a like a weird owl bit or something. Sounds like uh, IKEA. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, doesn't everything in Sweden just sound like ABBA, or am I just dreaming that? No. <laughs> um. See here, I told that one last week. For some reason, the ones I deleted didn't get deleted. I don't know why. Um, Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas uh, <laughs> Is You," the stream suddenly skyrocket thanks to Filipinos. So the calendar just hit September. This is an older article, um, as in like earlier this month. Uh, we are still months away from Christmas. There's already a large segment of people in the holiday mood uh, and streaming Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's. Anyway, so she suddenly racked over 300,000 streams on Spotify for the first day of the month. Uh, uh, thanks to Filipinos, says Mariah Carey. Um, 
I'm never going to call her anything. Mariah Carity. Mariah Carity. Um, so apparently she can see who a good amount came from the Philippines. So, and well, no idea. Good, good for her. No right. idea why. So it was streamed in the Philippines on September 1st. Where do you land on that song? 112,000. That hundred and twelve thousand. Jeez. Yeah, times. I'm just not a huge Christmas guy. It's I fine. like it for. I like fine. Christmas music. It's a good Christmas. It's a. Cl- it's becoming a classic song, and I don't think there are enough modern classics. Oh, that's a. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, definitely yeah. true. Because I mean, I feel like when you listen to Christmas music, you're talking about being Crosby. Yeah, it's like it's become Frank a. Sinatra. It's become a Christmas standard. Yeah. yeah. So and it's becoming its own standard as well mm-hmm. as um, what's the the Wham one. Oh, last uh, Christmas. Yeah. Last Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it, and so yep. weird, man. Especially like, because like now we're not we're not in a context that we're consistently listening to like either Christmas hymns like at church very often. Yeah. We're not listening to like Christian artists that are doing Christ- Christmas music like in a more inventive way or something. So like we're down to only listening to the old the other stuff. I think it's interesting too how social media has like <coughs> amplified nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, how many videos I get on my FYP are like, you grew up in the 80s or 90s if you, and it's like a bunch of slides yeah. and it's yeah. like shit from, you know, McDonald's and it's like an ashtray from 86 or something. Yeah. In McDonald's. Um, but how how it's driven nostalgia. And it was like, I sent a video. Did I send you the video of Rick Astley? Or did I just send it to Lucas? Anyway. Rick Astley one. Uh, I, Rick Astley <laughs> covering Everlong. By the Foo Fighters, and it was oh. like good, and he was playing in front of ten thousand people or something. Oh, it, was, it wasn't. AI. Oh, it was, was like AI. I thought you were saying no. AI, it was yeah. live. Oh damn! Like from a concert, like in the UK recently, and there were like a shitload of people, and it was like, and I said we were laughing about it, but I said uh, like me and Mandy and I think it was Abram was in there, and I was like, how much money has that dude made in the last like fifteen oh, yeah. years? Just in the last fifteen years since Rick Rolling or whenever that was, fifty. Yeah, I hope like, he's making money off those streams. He, but it's it's like resurrected his career. Yeah. Like that guy was nowhere. Like nobody knew who that was. Yeah. And then Rick Rolling became a thing, and it was ha ha funny. And then like you realize, oh, this guy might actually be pretty talented. Yeah, and he has like a concert career again. Yeah, and he's playing Foo Fighters. It's just really weird how cyclical and how like. TikTok and different social media drives nostalgia, and I mean, In Sync's about to come back, and like the comic book, The Watchmen predicted that nostalgia would become like a drug, and, huh. and that people would take and well, it's the, one way of not paying attention to reality. Like, yeah, the yeah. the, uh, that's the shit point. that's around you. It's a fair point. Let's think about whenever things Focusing were simple to us. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any uh, modern Christmas albums that you like? I will second Tio's Bad Religions Christmas album. I don't know if I've it's heard that fun. one. It's fucking great, dude. Yeah. It is so good. I have heard it. It was good. Hmm. Do you have any? Sufjan. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, Sufjan stuff is great to just like put on, but it's yeah. hard to. I don't know. I'd have to go back the and look at my. King Wenceslas. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I liked the first like two or, th- or the first set of those. Yeah, like five, one through five or whatever. Those were great, and then it was like the second one. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, Reliant K is, is pretty good. Uh, I forget. It's Let It Snow something. Let It Snow Baby. Let It Rain Deer. Um, you notice how close we are to hearing that shit? Walmart has fucking Christmas oh, shit out. Oh, yeah, They've yeah. already got Christmas shit out. What the, the fuck? The Brilliance had, had a couple really good oh, Christmas yeah. albums. 
Like they had an Advent album and some Christmas albums, but they're too fucking close to Gunger I mean, for that, literally. It is quite literally. And Gunger. So, is that the? Is that the uh, yeah. I just can't, man. He's like the less. Which which of the Baldwin brothers are the two of them? They actually right. cover Gunger. <laughs> their their cover is "I'm a friend of Santa." Is <laughs> <laughs> is what they're is what they do. I'm a friend of Santa. He calls, he calls me, me friend. It's <laughs> a good joke. I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Should I read some more disclosure? No. Um, Please anybody God, need no. A, anybody need a jolt? But, okay, we're good on time. Uh, so, a woman has uh, pink hair, and <laughs> her breaking jo- news: her job decided to ban pink hair. Come on. So, dude, as an act of defiance. Uh, she has decided she's just going to wear terrible wigs. And it Dude, is the I best love it. fucking That's thing awesome. ever. So she's just like the worst wigs you can find. She's wearing them because wigs, they can't ban wigs because people who need wigs need wigs. And so, uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is the kind of non-compliance that I just yeah. fucking love. <laughs> so there's a, to- a TikTok series of her wigs for every, every day. So. That's so great. <laughs> I love that. Um, but that's another thing with like late stage capitalism. Like, yeah, you're gonna die on that hill. Like, holy fuck! Like, yeah. you can't even just like throw people that kind of a bone to let them have pink well, hair. I sent you. Like, I mean, I sent you that TikTok about the the dude that the conf or the conference or whatever where the the guy is talking. The economist is talking about how like um, the workers are are under the impression that the that the bosses should be happy that they have like you know yeah oh yeah yeah it's like it's like they're lucky for what we're asking for yeah which is just like livable wages and and like we need to make people lose enough jobs that people are hurting enough that then they're willing to come back to grateful yeah yeah it was a billionaire yeah Yeah, fuck him (sighs) it's great love it i had a question i don't know what it was sorry buddy Hmm. was it what color of wig would you wear no (laughs) Dude, I've ever told. I don't, you, I don't know if I've ever told this Rad, story. Did you wear a wig? No. When, does it look like I'm going to wear a fucking wig? I, that's why I'm asking. Is that a toupee you're wearing? Yeah, it's just a bald cap. <laughs> you seen the guy who played Stanley from The Office wears a, a hairpiece now? Does he really? Yes. Oh, that's great. Like unironically. Unironically. That that mm. this is, I don't think I've ever told this story. George man. Costanza did it too. So the guy who played George Costanza, I can blanking on his name. So. When I worked at my first church in Spencer, <laughs> we had a lady that I, I still to this day I don't know what she was paid to do. I have no idea. But she she was, got paid for something. Yeah, she wasn't even like a sec. She, like we had a secretary. I, I don't know what she did. I I, I literally she have no folded clue. The flyers. She was an older outs. lady, and it turns out you know her husband ended up being one of the main reasons the church split. He was a fucking asshole. Um, so anyway, I'm there six months, eight months, something like that. <clears throat> And she comes in one morning, like on a Monday or something, and she had like pretty thin hair. Like, just she was old. I mean, she was yeah, like yeah. seventy or something, you know. Like, <laughs> and she came in and she had a wig on, and nobody knew it was coming. And it was <laughs> so. Before we could even say anything, the secretary comes in. and She goes, "Do not say anything about her wig." Oh no! Okay. And so we had to like, 
it, it was like so, like you're trying not to look at it like when you're talking to her you know what i'm it's saying like, like, like you're trying to keep your at, at eye level you know like what i'm in saying sitcoms like nose, where they nose. replace the main character with yeah, a different dude. actor yeah dude it's a new darren it was like yeah. <laughs> it's a new darren stevens or, or some or some podcasts like, fuck me it was the most awkward shit and nobody could say anything about it and it's like every it was just like this crisis that everybody knew what happened nobody could talk about it and so it was just like a cloud that hung over the entire office if lucas so, if lucas isn't yeah, wearing so Mandy a wig knows what i'm talking about if lucas isn't wearing a wig when he comes on the podcast he's 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 failed <laughs> Oh God! Anyway, oh, fuck, man. yeah, it was bad. It was a bad wig. And there's like, it was a bad. It was there's bad. Nothing wrong with wig. There's not at there's all. But like, wrong. it was just like, I, it was like I, you had to have been there, man. It was like the. It was like she put it on upside down. It was backwards. just bad. Like it just wasn't good. Like yeah, it wasn't put a good the wig. mullet up front. It wasn't good at all. Like it didn't look natural at all, and it was just like, oh my god, I can't. We, we can't talk about this. <laughs> You what would you have, have said? Anyway. I, what I, would you have said? Nice. Hey, Nancy. Hey, nice. Your hair looks nice. nice, nice like, I don't know. Oh, you I changed like your hair. hair. I like the new hairdo. <laughs> oh, you grew a massive head of hair in a weekend. Dude, Congratulations. It's so Can Apparently, I touch you it? ate stem cells all yeah, weekend. Right. <laughs> You were you were drinking you were drinking teenage blood all weekend. <laughs> oh God! All right. Um, <laughs> drinking teenage blood is my my bloody Valentine cover band. We're gonna talk about this uh, the missing. Uh, F thirty five jet. I saw that. Dude, what the it's fuck? It's a bad week man. for the Jets, guys. <laughs> well, we, we lost like what 190 billion in J- for the Jets. 85, 85 million, I think. I'm talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bad week for Jets all around. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! See what I'm reading Lynn what Lynn just wrote. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. <laughs> Lynn wrote a substitute teacher at my school last year wore a bad wig. She took it off in the middle of a class and traumatized <laughs> a bunch of kids. They probably had no idea. Oh my god. Kids have kids are dumb. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh yeah, so so I didn't so when I first heard this I thought, "Oh, they just like lost this jet. It just like is lost in some storage locker somewhere." No, somebody ejected during a mishap. And then they don't know where it went. How do they not have tracking? I mean, it's just like, how you, the you fuck? You can't buy an Apple <laughs> you can't put like a or whatever. You like, can't put an Apple tag uh, on that. You can't Apple tag your <laughs> shit. <laughs> Millions of dollars. The fuck is going on? Yeah. It's probably being flown by a drone at this point by someone. There. They just lost it. No idea where it's at. That's crazy. I don't understand, man. Like, I, I just... Where did, where was it? Like, where were they flying over? Was it over, like, an ocean or something? No, North Carolina, I believe. They just lost it in North Carolina. <laughs> I mean, there's some pretty desolate parts in North Carolina. Yeah, if you true. get into the smoke. I know, and but, like, you know. You would think there'd be a smoke or something. You know like, where he was ejected from. Right. You know the direction it was headed. 
You have it on your goddamn radar. We have this thing called math. Like you can figure out what's what's going to happen is in like in five years from now they're going somebody's going to find it on Google. Oh my god, Matt, log in, dipshit. <laughs> yeah, log in, Matt. You fucking dipshit. <laughs> Matt says being at work instead of the pod is the best. You guys, I'm having a good time. So sorry, buddy. Hmm. Good luck with uh, fixing. What <laughs> we were literally saying. He, he said, "Suck my dick." I mean, <laughs> Bend over. I mean, what? <laughs> as face. Bend as over, face. and I'll show you. All right. Um. So they lost that. All right. One more. <laughs> so they lost an eighty-five million dollars stealth fighter. Yep. Just lost gone. All right. Orangutan uh, launches a possum. Out of an enclosure at a zoo as horrified visitors scream. Have you seen the TikTok of the chimp that throws his shit at a lady and hits her? No. I've seen like right in the different head. videos of like of right that. Dan, great. I'm taking the under. Um so an orangutan uh orangutan? Orangutan. I, dude, I always orangutan. say orangutan and I know that's not correct. I, but it's, it's well there's tang, no G at the end. It's tang like a drink. Yes. Is it? I don't think that's no, actually no, true. It's not. That's how I it's say it. But. Orangutan. 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 <laughs> it doesn't matter. The, the big the hairy ones. Yeah, so it 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 took the uh, possum and just launched it over its enclosure. Um just, <laughs> headline writes it. itself. <laughs> Yeah, you can't oh. swing a dead possum around that's here. A really, that's a headline really tells the story. Yeah, it's, it? the whole, it's the whole tweet, man. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, here's Have you ever one. seen the baboons like fucking or jerking off? No. I've seen it. Uh, I've never seen them. Yeah, I've seen things, I've seen man. them like the, the ones at the, <laughs> the, the... Nothing ferocious. The ones at the Indy Zoo are just D-gens, man. <laughs> I, was, I was... It was a... I was taking uh, one of my kids, I think it was Abram, field trip. School field trip. I was a chaperone. Yeah. And I've got a group of like, I think he was like in second or third grade. So I'm in a group of, you know, five third graders. And we're looking at the baboons and they just start fucking going at it, bro. And I was like, um, well. Like they do on the Discovery uh, Channel. It was Thank bad, you. dude. You're yes. Welcome. Nothing but mammals. It was bad because it's like they knew, like the kids knew, yeah, and it's yeah. like you <laughs> just watch. You got to let you just got to ride that wave, man. Like, my favorite is <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Taking my uh, the nature called, and you happen to be in the wrong place. My oldest nephew Boy, to a, a petting zoo, and there are two turtles there getting it on, and it was like, ah, yeah, dude. Ah, ah, that happened the last time ah. I was at the zoo too. It's so great. It was great. You just see this big crowd over by the turtle enclosure. You're like, what's going on? You walk over and the turtle goes, There was one TikTok video made. I think I don't remember if I sent it to her or she sent it to me of a turtle fucking watermelon. Everybody likes a watermelon. All right, last one. Alabama high school band director tased for not stopping the music. What? Huh? Uh, an Alabama high school band director was tased and arrested after he failed to stop uh, his oh. group playing after a high school football game. Mandy said it was a pumpkin. Sorry. Oh. I had the wasn't, wrong. There, wasn't, wasn't Rafi's girlfriend a uh, watermelon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay. This is my so, pee wait, corner. That's going to be my slot They're playing basket. like. A- 
So they're playing. They're yeah. playing at the end of the game. At the end of the game, they noticed both schools' bands were still performing. Um, so it was like a like both bands were still playing at the end for whatever reason. <laughs> Can I just hot take football games? Like they should never allow the the visiting fans to bring a band. No, no fuck no, no, that. No. But they do. I've been to games before. It's that. like what the fuck is happening right now? So. Um, the officer spoke to both directors at the end of the performance. The students and other attendees would leave because because the band was still playing, people weren't leaving for whatever reason, <laughs> and so the the police were getting upset about it, trying to get people to leave. And the and guys, like, like cops, always do. They break out a weapon. <laughs> so the so the band director did not comply with multiple officers. Like to just go on record, Inglorious Pastors podcast, a cab. <laughs> right, yeah. Christ. Um. So yeah, yeah. So there was they, definitely no other way to solve this problem other than tasing the guy. God, Christ, God damn. Dude. Yeah. So a physical altercation ensued. Apparently, the between the band director, um, security personnel, and the police officers uh, during the physical alteration. Uh, altercation, band people famously strong and able to take, <laughs> take yep. care of the business. So they pushed him to the ground, arrested him, subdued him uh, with a taser. So, God so, damn. What are we doing? Holy <laughs> Christ. Like, why? Why? why, why who cares? I, I seriously. They're playing fucking music, and people were into it. Yep. Oh God, you're not allowed. This isn't about football. Get off the field. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want to go into the the other thing? Yeah. All right. Let's go into further up, further. The other thing. <laughs> the other thing. The other part of the podcast. The other podcast we're doing. Because it is two podcasts. Like at this point, we do an hour of bullshit, bullshit. and then an hour of like what more bullshit? Yeah, no. different bullshit. Um, so Josh came up with an idea of. <laughs> I had an idea like that once. <laughs> you did. Uh, you got another one coming up too. Um, uh, a TikTok. You sent us a TikTok. Yeah. And said we should talk about this on the podcast. Um, so. But the the TikTok you sent was a, it was um, a stitch or whatever. They it was call a it. stitch. Yeah. So I want to play the original uh, and the one Josh sent me as well because they're yeah. kind of it's a large overview, but it's pretty fucking long. So I'm going to ask you guys. We should have talked about this in our pre-production min- meeting. Um, do you want me to play the whole several minutes of the first one and then talk about it, or do you want me to play the just the on my computer where people can't see it um and we can break it up and kind of pause it and stuff mm. is it better just to play the whole fucking thing <laughs> so let's everyone just, can see it i would say let's play the whole first one and then if we don't even i mean because the second one she's focusing i think she tends to i don't know i had some on. thoughts on the second one yeah <laughs> yeah all right so I, you want to just I, you want to rephrase i think i like the first one. <laughs> do, do you want me to to um to play the the full video or do you want me to be able to stop it because if I play it for everyone to see, then we won't be able to pause it. Uh, we'll have to play the whole video. Just play it. Just play it. Who cares? Okay, yeah. So we're going to do the first video. Uh, and this is the author. And I actually... We'll play them both. Who cares? I actually read this full um, this full book today while I was driving around. This is the book I was read. It's from the author. And, and he says he was driving around reading. He was listening to the book. I was listening he wasn't to the audio book. Reading hey, while he was you know what? It no, still no, no, fucking no. Counts. I'm just no. I'm sitting don't be like ableist, bro. No, I want. I'm telling. I don't want people to think you're literally reading a fucking book now, while you're I trying did that. to talk. I, mean, I, I did that when I was. Doing I that definitely job. have read books while I'm driving. And I used to take watch TikToks and. <laughs> 
I used to take books with me when I was doing that job, especially from Evansville to, to Bloomington. It's fucking nothing to do. You drive no, straight. No, dude, there's nothing You drive there. straight. So, yeah. Dude, I drove to, I had to drive to fucking Carbondale, Illinois the oh, other day. Fuck <laughs> Dude, it, it's uh, almost... No. I went to CIY there a couple three times. Three hours and 45 minutes one way, and I had a brewer call on Saturday. Oh, God. Was it... Did they just have to clean the spray hits? No. Luckily, <laughs> there actually was an issue, but holy shit. All right. So, so um, this is Wendy Seifret. Um, and the book that she wrote is called uh, The Sunny Nihilist. Listened to it today, and I've never felt more seen. <laughs> like, I'm really excited to read just, it. It's, yeah, like, it's like, really good. Like I, like I said, I binged the whole fucking book today. So, uh, all right. So this is the thing. We're not going to be able. They're not going to be able to hear us. But here we go. Here yeah. we go. They can hear this though. So it's been predicted that by 2025, nihilism is going to peak as a top trend among Gen Z. Now, honestly, that's kind of not that surprising considering that this was a generation that was born during a time where every kind of classic institution where we may have found meaning in our life, like, like religion or politics, or the fact that maybe the whole planet wasn't about to catch on fire, has kind of fallen by the wayside. Also, Gen Z comes after millennials who historically overinvested in meaning. But to back up for like a second, let's just like talk about meaning more generally. In theory, the idea that your life has meaning and is meaningful is like, honestly, I guess a good thing. But in recent generations, the kind of quest for meaning has changed. And now it's less, oh, I'm going to spend my life in prayer and thoughtful meditation. And more this kind of like vampiric consumer obsession where every single thing you do suddenly has to be meaningful. So in the past, maybe you'd have like a couple of meaningful things in your life. Maybe it was like your family and your job and your after school club. But now there's the sense that every single thing you do has to be meaningful. Your job has to be meaningful. Your relationship has to be meaningful. That mascara you bought has to somehow be like a statement about like pure self-expression. And it isn't really leaving anyone feeling better. It's kind of making us all feel super fried, right? Because suddenly if everything you do isn't meaningful, then you're like a big gross failure. And that's also one of the reasons why millennials are so cooked, because it's really easily exploited. For example, if you wanted to get a raise at your job, your boss could say, well, I'm not going to pay you a living wage, but look how meaningful your work is. Look how meaningful your social media strategy is. You're special and we're all changing the world. So viewed like that, having a bunch of baby nihilists coming through is kind of actually not a bad thing. Because here's the thing, when you reject that life has any meaning, you can't be controlled by people who are trying to sell you false senses of meaning. So you can look at your shitty job and you can say, mm, this job is shitty and I'm not going to let you trick me into thinking it's anything else and I'm just going to do kind of a shitty job of it and continue on with my life, aka everyone's trend of 25 seconds ago, quiet quitting. But here's the other thing. Whenever you are told that your life is meaningful, you're special, it kind of gives you this sense that something special is coming and your whole life is spent kind of questing after something that's just out of reach, whether that's a promotion or a true love or an idea of the afterlife. But if you're like, this is it, life is meaningful and one day I will die and I will be dead and we will be earthworms and I'm not special and all of this is pointless, you don't have to get fully blackpilled. Rather, it lets you say, oh, actually, this is it. This is kind of nice. And maybe it's cool that the weather was nice today and I got that delicious iced coffee and I was born at all. And maybe it's kind of cool that everything is just a total act of pure chaos. And somehow in the middle of all that, I found this vest on Depop for really cheap. And then life's meaningfulness isn't kind of super depressing. It's like this incredible gift that isn't a wild that in the chaos of the entire universe, someone invented iced coffee. 
And in that sense, not only are you freeing yourself from the bullshit and letting people manipulate you, but you're also kind of giving back your own life. And you can enjoy it for all the meaningless pointlessness and beauty that is entailed within it. And if you like hearing about how pointless and meaningless your beautiful life is, maybe you should read my book, The Sunny Nihilist. Because everything is pointless and nothing you do will make a difference, but the ebook is actually on sale now. So have a beautiful, pointless day and a total meaningless life. All right, we're yeah. back. So, yeah, the book is incredible. It, it, I'm it, excited. It was, I need to get it. Was it. Good. Yeah. It was good. It was like hearing all the things that we've been saying, but in a compact format. And, and she just recapped it pretty well. Um, but they're like, they're, there's shit in that book that's just, just incredible. Do, any, any thoughts before we go to the second part? No, I thought it was great. I think that. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it it is feels like it's exactly what we talked about, like like we've been talking about yeah. for like a long fucking yeah. time. Yeah, and it feels good yeah. to to hear that and be like, oh, we're not crazy alone. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely crazy, but we're not alone. Right. And her spin on nihilism is it's refreshing. So it's it's what we've been talking about. So anyway, this is this is the second video here. I don't and I don't remember the woman's name who. I don't either. Maybe she'll say it. Who knows. And predicted that by 2025, nihilism is going to peak as a top trend among. I have been recommending this author's book for a while now, and this is the problem that the West is going to have to face in the coming years. So millennials and Gen X who experienced 9-11 and saw what theocracy and religious fundamentalism can do are leaving religion, right? Organized religions are bleeding and because we're having to face, you know, the corruption of these power systems as well as the problem of faith in the unbelievable and what that does to people. But what that means for Gen Z and why I studied Gen Z as the focus of my master's degree because I wanted to see where spirituality was going is it creates this void because millennials often are the first ones in the chain of their ancestry to break away from religion and they did so with a lot of religious trauma so it's not like millennials have replaced everything that religions have to offer it was really their job to just break away the, and so what that leaves is a hole behind because there is no secular humanism preschools or rites of passage for atheist children or places of moral education or communities that give gen z that feeling of identity and belonging and purpose and mentorship and ritual so this will be the cultural zeitgeist of Gen Z because you have this need, but religion is dying. They simply can't stomach how um, the Christian right has treated LGBTQ people, for example. And this is the moment that Nietzsche feared when he said that God is dead. So in 1888, Nietzsche wrote, what I relate is the history of the next two centuries. I describe what is coming, what can no longer come differently, the advent of nihilism. He feared what a generation of people would do when they have to face nihilism, that there is no grand narrative to the universe, that we will die and life is absurd in many ways. Can humans overcome this? And he predicted that we would fall first to political gods, which we see in the two world wars, and the it, as the first thing that we would do in dealing with the death of God. And there's also a fear that in the face of nihilism, we would turn to pleasure, and we simply won't survive the death of religion because we will numb ourselves to death. 
So how is Gen Z doing with this problem? I would say the markers that they are not doing well is the statistics of suicide, depression, anxiety, and numbing behaviors. Also that they as a generation turn to the superstitions of astrology in the crystal world is also a concern of mine. I'm a fan of the rise of the feminine and the occult and using some of these tools, but what you see is mostly kids trying to get a sense of order in the chaos and turning to the superstitions outside of religion in order to do so because they need it so badly and there's nothing else there. The markers that there is hope, developing resources we never had, things like the science of well-being as a course was so popular with Gen Z at Yale that they made it a free online course that millions of people have taken to try to get behind the science of the good life. Activism, seeing Gen Z turn to activism as a spiritual practice that gives their lives meaning and also tries to make the world a better place gives me a lot of hope. The re-emergence of philosophy. Philosophy has always been a pathway to poverty, but we are seeing with social media content creators making philosophy shorter and more understandable, a huge rise in the curiosity of philosophy, which has a lot of tools for how to think about nihilism, existentialism, absurdism, all the isms. A re-evaluation of materialism. There seems to be a growing sense that the game of materialism is just an empty hold and there's a lot of content creators, especially people that Gen Z love, like Dwight Schrute from The Office, um, talking about the emptiness of a material life and the need for real spirituality, authenticity, projects that are meaningful, and relationships. So we are seeing that conversation. And then environmental stewardship, the sense that Generation Z, that no other generation is known for, has this has this feeling that, hey, if this is the only place in the universe that has life that we know of, it is so precious and maybe we need to stop killing the rainforest for the next hotel chain. Um, so it will be interesting to watch in the next 50 years of whether or not nihilism will destroy Gen Z and we will watch just suicide rates and depression rates just continue to rise and numbing behaviors rise and we'll simply um, perish in the pit of nihilism or whether they will be able to develop secular tools for the good life without religion and rise to the Nietzsche was pessimistic that the average person would be able to live an intentional life with their own moral code and be able to rise to the challenges of nihilism. He was even more skeptical that we would be able to do this as a society, but we have to try. All right, now it's that's kind of a mixed bag for me. Yeah, so we're <laughs> she we're, makes some pretty big jumps in that. Like yeah. some of her stuff, I'm like, yeah, yeah, and it's like, mm, I don't know about. Yeah, <laughs> hold on a minute. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Andy Moore wrote. So it turns out Michael actually is a nihilist, but a sunny I one. mean, I, I would still, I think, fall on the line of like absurdism. Yeah, but like yeah. absurdism makes a lot of sense to me. But it, but it, it, it's like it's like nihilism's cousin. Yeah, yeah I mean, absurdism. Brother. Absurdism is kind of buying into the delusion a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. absurdism is just like, well, I'm just pushing the rock up the hill. Yep. So I'll just be uh, happy. I'm just gonna yeah. do it. it uh, <laughs> and there, there are a lot of different uh, outlooks <clears throat> of nihilism. You know, in terms of everything <clears throat> is is bleak. You know, there are two different people can come to the same conclusion, but have completely different yeah. um, <laughs> outcomes. Dwight Schrute. Can We've get talked fucked. about it. I feel like I've listened to Rain on some podcasts recently. Yeah, and he's I haven't getting, listened to anything. He's lately. getting pretty fucking dogmatic, like about like spirituality is the yeah. only thing that can save the world, and like it's like, come on, yeah. dude. like I get it, like I understand what you're saying because I think he's tapping into this kind of energy, yeah. like this energy of like he sees 
a generation being raised that are just kind of nihilist, and he's freaking out like this lady is. Like, yeah. uh, and he's also part of a religious I, 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 you know, Of course. Too. Yeah, of course. And so it's like, I don't know, he's just getting really, like, I don't know. Um. Anyway, uh, let, let's, can we start by saying we all have Gen Z kids? Yep. Yes. Like Miles, yeah, we're both millennials. Although yeah, sure. I'm not sure that Eleanor falls in Gen Z because Miles, I think, not. is like the last year. Um, so, so my kids would be under Gen Z. Yes, but it's it's Alpha. a really similar yeah, yeah. vibe, similar to where I'm like, like a mix of Gen X and millennial. Yeah. I definitely identify more as millennial. Yeah, than I, Gen I identify X. as like an older millennial, but I'm yeah. definitely. Yeah, we were traits. like a, they they called us for a while Gen Y, which was like a bridge between Gen X and then it ended up just being sort of elder millennials. Yeah, basically. Um this is a weird topic for me. Um because my kids I my kids are like really great and they've all been raised without the church mm-hmm. and without a spiritual structure. Yeah. Yeah. In like I, I kind of bristle a little bit at the at that they're nihilists. It feels like, it's not that they don't care about shit. So, Brad, did you did you have a time almost like when where you, you called me a nihilist and I bristled at it? Did you ha- <laughs> did you have a time where you felt like after having left the church, but you did you felt like you were supposed to be offering totally. something to your kids totally. and that it was upsetting? One hundred percent. Mandy and I talked about this like, that, recently. Yeah. Like you don't how, feel it anymore, but like there was a time where, like, yeah. right after City Hill died, it was like for a while, probably a good year, year and a half. I felt a lot of guilt about my kids not mm-hmm. going something because I was like, oh, they need the structure, <clears throat> they need the, and I think what I'm saying is they need the meaning. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. I, I I just I for one all of this feels very reductionistic. Mm-hmm. Like all of this, the videos we listen to, like Stay when you so start log in. when you start talking about like entire generations are blank. It's like okay, yeah. well, no, that's because it's not a homogenous group. But why, why are but, all boomers Christians? <laughs> I mean, <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> the boomers are the closest you can get to a, a monolithic like yeah. a royal we like yeah. it's the closest you can get they're the last generation before they started taking the lead out of gas <laughs> yeah, really exactly. some would say they were the exactly. best generation. yeah the greatest yeah they would say that yeah. um but like i my kids are it's amazing to me if you would have told me when i had kids that my kids would be and they have obviously they have their issues they have yeah. their neuroses like everybody they have yeah. like whatever you know but they're like like really good kids like they're Mm -hmm. legitimately good kids and they've been raised without the church and i think it's still we never talk about it because we're polys we don't talk about anything but we just don't know what what you're talking just push it down man (laughs) just push it down uh where i I think it freaks my parents out they see them they see them they see them thriving yeah Uh, uh, like i've got three kids that are going to be in the in the musical at the high school this fall like all three of my kids are going to be like they're like how can they be happy they're like thriving and they're like it's not again they have that must be miserable they have that teenage like don't give a fuck like that's just but it doesn't feel it it doesn't feel a whole lot different to me than how we were yeah when we had the church so 
uh, except it's a lot less weird. Yeah, with a little I, less. I, I do want to throw this out there. You mentioned about do you have did you have any guilt after leaving church? I didn't. I wonder if you guys did because your kids at one point were kind of involved in the church. Maybe Dig- Diggory was a toddler when we stopped yeah. going. Just an absolute toddler, and, and you know Sarah started taking them back to to church, and Diggory's like, Nah, I'm good. I'd rather just stay home and play video games. Yeah. So, but I don't. I don't have that like. Hmm. I have an importance not not to fill that hole, but to but to not but to not do that damage. For me, a lot of um, a lot of my response was trauma. It was trauma based. I yeah. see now. Yeah. You know that guilt. The guilt of well, they need to be in church. What that was was what are my parents going to think? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't yeah. want to have the conversation, and for a while it was like, "You guys going anywhere?" You're like, "No." <laughs> you know, it's like, and I, and I never relatives who asked me, and that. I never had any intention on going back. Like no. I just didn't yeah. want any of it, and still don't. And uh, like, uh, I I don't know. Anyway, Mandy Mandy said our kids have found more meaning in life without the church than we ever did with the church. Mm-hmm. They have a lot less guilt. Yeah, yeah. they. It feels like it, it, that's the thing. Like. I understand They're, where these people are coming from. This lady that's no nonsense spirituality is the name of the page or whatever. Yes. Like I, but again, she's coming at it from an angle of like, she's still finding a lot of meaning and spirituality and she's freaking out going, yeah. what if they what don't are we have gonna that? Do if they don't because have she can't picture it without yeah. in her life. Mm-hmm. She can't picture it with her life without some sort of, so of course you can't like everybody needs this. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a very, like that was to me the problem with her response was she said some stuff I really liked, but then it was just like, but she's starting. Her baseline is she's, she's starting from the baseline. That's like three steps above where we are, where we're like, you don't need spirituality. Like her foundation is, is in a different place where she can't imagine you starting out without having that need. Right. Right. If you don't have it, it's because you you need to find it somewhere. Yeah. It's a lie that we were sold in terms of, you know, we there's a God shaped hole. Well, we, the church, the church <laughs> created, created that, that hole. Yeah, uh, for for lack, you know, they dug out that part of your soul to fill. In it. reading the book, one of the things that they said was um, they were talking about love and how love is such an irrational thing, and how um, if, but it's also like she, I forget who she was quoting, but um, just that if love wasn't presented to some people it would never be a natural thought mm-hmm. to, to, to be in a committed relationship that is monogamous or, or any kind of like long-term like yeah. emotional love, like what we think of like high school romance. Like sure. it, it, if we weren't sold that through movies and films and books and et cetera, et cetera, it wouldn't be a desire for so many people that, to think that they are missing out mm-hmm. on that feeling. And that's, I mean that, there is how many people do you know from in your high school years that never had were never were in a relationship but they were like chronically in love with someone or something <laughs> and it they just never got in that relationship you mean me yeah say that yeah, yeah. well because they 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 felt like they were yes missing i knew out. somebody like that yeah they felt like very well they were missing out but it was only because it had been presented to them and this is the thing in that a way make you that feel... it'll make you feel a certain type of way yeah, and, sure. and granted love does make you feel a certain type of way but is it you know it's it's irrational mm-hmm. you know 
I don't know where my yeah. point was, but well, was. we were just talking about our kids. It had, yeah. Like my older two were in church briefly. Uh, not like they wouldn't remember. They remember very little yeah. of any of it. Miles, like he was a Nothing. baby yeah. basically when City Hill saw he was like 18 months old or something Two yeah. maybe when City Hill stopped. So he would have no clue. He How has does no miles feel about like going to church with like grandparents and stuff. He doesn't go. I mean, yeah. well, they've gone a couple times. I mean, they just don't get it. Like they just don't, they just see it as just, it's just weird. Yeah. Like it's all just fucking weird. You know, I mean, I think they all have, all three of them have different responses mm-hmm. based on their personalities. And like, I think for miles, he's almost like, I think it's almost embarrassing for him. Weirdly to yeah, like, he's not in the church. No, 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 no. Like when we go like for a Christmas Eve service or something, by the way, that's never happening. God, again. By me. the way. Yeah. I will not be, I will be saying no to my parents. Thank you. Therapy. Um, <laughs> we finally had that the last time we were, I'm just like, no, yeah. I'm not doing it. Never again. Um, so I think he's, but it, but then Ezra just looks and he's just like, I think he has some memories of it, and he just, it, I think if to them it's just such a foreign, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. in the. I mean, it'd be like going to see a movie in like a completely different language with no subtitles. You'd just be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. Like, I, th- I don't understand anything that's happening. So, but but I think without a foundational like belief in something, you know, a, a god or some higher power, that is in a way nihilism like in terms of everything is i mean the core tenet is everything is meaningless get your shirt now at uh, meaningless apparel on etsy uh everything is meaningless uh but but the, the core tenet is like everything is meaningless in terms of not having inherent meaning do you feel like your your kids grasp that or is that something that's like i do think there's a a space between those two points go ahead well like i think that there's a space between we're all bristling at the word nihilism i I mean i'm i'm not bristling at it necessarily i don't bristle connotations because of some of the more i don't look at people i think the lady that wrote the book i'm interested in the book i don't necessarily disagree with anything she said i think they they are nihilistic i don't i don't bristle at that anymore like i used to like I don't know. I, I mean, Nietzsche also had syphilis. So like, I, right. you know, it's like, yeah. I, <laughs> he was kind of a lunatic. I, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you can't just take everything Nietzsche says because he's so popular and be like, this is the truth. Mm-hmm. But again, I get it. I don't bristle at it. I mean, maybe they are nihilistic. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think like there is a difference though, from just saying, I don't have a set standardized belief system to, I genuinely believe that everything is meaningless which is where I I have gotten to. Yeah. But I think that the thing that really initially like made me start thinking about this and as as a potential discussion was the idea that um especially the the second one when she starts talking about how like they're not building anything in its place at, and I remember how like scared I was about that when I left the church like I need yeah. to put something in here so I need to start meditating. I need to, you know, go to this i need to become this i need to do this stuff in order to have something to build in this place and i mean i made it up a whole point in like when i was writing about like well i have never been the sort of person who just like took down the entire wall of faith and built up something brand new i was always taking away a brick 
putting put one back putting as one, quick as possible. Putting, yeah, putting yeah, a yeah. different one back. Yeah. I was yeah, I rebuilding. I was rebuilding as I was taking dismantling. And I mean, with it, you know, all of we grew up with the whole like you know disorientation reorientation yeah. thing. And we so, didn't like, have the, that language. The idea, but yeah, sure. but yeah, but like it's the idea that like you're told, okay, fine, take it apart, but put something back. And it's like, yeah. what if you take it apart and there's nothing there, and that's okay. <laughs> And I think that that was kind of the beginning of that. Yeah. Um, man, what did you say at the very beginning of that? It was, there was something I was like, I, fuck, I had it right there. Um, ah, shit. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, the the thing that drew me to that video was the fact that she was saying, like, we're supposed to put something back. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah. no nonsense spirituality lady. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I mean, again, that's like, like that is a prior I think, that I don't. I think have. what her fear is. She didn't say this, but her, what her fear is is the the thing that she didn't actually spell out was what she's actually afraid oh, of. What, what she's afraid of is a generation that has no morality. Yeah, because she kept saying. Nietzsche feared in it was Nietzsche's fear, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Like Nietzsche's fear was that what would happen to a generation that was ni- that were nihilistic. And it's like what the assumption of that is is that without some sort of meaning there's no moral code. Right. That's not true. It's yeah. fucking nonsense. Yeah. It's just not true. Like yeah. my kids I, I my kids have what mo- Nietzsche like, was saying. Like some of Nietzsche's words were twisted by his uh uh daughter-in-law our daughter or someone whoever whoever took over his estate after the fact twisted his words and they were fucking nazis and and oh, re-edited and published right, and that's it. how he, the and, and, mentioned all that kind of and stuff and so like you get it. the darker side of nietzsche yeah through the lens i mean eugenics eugenics his, i read some estates. of nietzsche's stuff i was like oh this is where the germans got the idea of eugenics yeah right. like <laughs> it's not great you know so what i was going to say about earlier about what you were, were saying about you know trying to fill that you know replace the brick it's it's quickly as possible we've danced around this on the podcast quite a bit and, and, and the reason why we dance around it is because we have listeners and supporters who are in some of these things mm-hmm. who are they filled that hole mm-hmm. with the enneagram with witchcraft with astrology um, astrology with um star wars me hey yeah yep. hey Hey, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. Um, <laughs> We've all done it but, with but, something. But, but we, th- th- we're filling that, and instead of just letting ourselves be empty to what is, we immediately try to fill yep. that we hole afraid of an empty that the vessel. church fucking created. And, and that's yeah. the problem, is that yeah. she's coming from a, a point, a, she's that perspective. She's trying to fill the hole. Yeah. She yeah. is saying this is still... Fi- like. So she's uh, she was raised in it. Obviously, she was clearly that raised. Correct, I, I yeah. would be most. I would almost guarantee this girl was raised. This woman, not girl, sorry, woman was raised Christian, deconstructed. Mm-hmm. Has some, but it still deeply needs some sort of spirituality. Which I'm not judging that. That's fine. Right. But like, we're talking about kids that have no have no framework yeah, of any of that. So like the idea that like that's and that's the problem is that she is arguing a point from a, where Gen Z is but from her perspective. Yeah. So and that was the other piece. If that makes any sense. So the other piece of that was well two two things. First off, she, you know, says like, you know, it's sorry, I I think I started leaning down is actually yeah. what happened. I got lazy. Um so first off, she's talking about like, well, we need to to do all these things so that the world doesn't like, you know, burn up, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's like Yeah. When you, I mean, again, we've talked about this before. You you zoom out far enough, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, we can do all of the right things from here on out and make humanity survive another couple hundred 
500 you know years we're still not going to exist at us when you zoom out far enough so like the the actual meaninglessness the moment you put it to scale is just it's there and evident um for for any of that but then i think also you know ah fuck i lost the second anyway that's so yeah but like I, i mean i don't think it it doesn't actually matter one of the the thoughts that she was talking about in the book and she mentioned it in the first video um was the idea that that meaning is getting grafted into products mm-hmm. and oh, so, yeah that was yeah for you know, real. Totally. and i am a victim of that especially with, with starbucks when i worked there it was I, I was selling people on that yeah you know instead of uh, fair wages you know you can find meaning in this that knowing that you're giving <laughs> Dude, you know it, the brainwashing is they were so good at you're, it. you're you're creating the third world people don't have or not third world the third third place, third place yeah. experience people you know they they used to have a place where they could go and talk to each other. And now there's not that place where all it's this so insidious. And, and so I, I sold that bill of goods, you know, and, mm. and I think in a lot of ways, Gen Z sees that and is like, well, that's bullshit. You know? <laughs> totally. Because where, where, they've all been in, fucked. This is the thing. They've been fucked from the very beginning. Like by, Gen Z was like, they, they were, they were born around nine 11 and like, yeah. I mean, the world has been chaos and bullshit, especially in this country since it's been boom and bust, boom and bust, boom and bust, like and and, and just watching the wealth gap. And they're so connected through like TikTok and shit like on on what's happening. I'm like, holy fuck, this is not right. Like and they're seeing that our planet's fucking dying. And Mm -hmm. yeah. What's it matter to fucking boomers? They're dead in 10 years or less anyway. Like they don't give a shit. Well, we, we like. So there, there's some of the things you mentioned in the book. So, um, you know, we can buy a candle, but what does the candle say about who we are? Mm-hmm. We get a, a soy candle with ethically sourced wicks, you <laughs> know, totally. and, and, and we, we, I buy that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to try oat milk. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, it, and, and she, she went on to say it's still a product and there's a severe upcharge for those things. Mm-hmm. You know, wearing Tom's. Sorry, Josh is not a personality. Um, I, I like. like I still have, I have Tom's. Don't you too. wear Tom's? I have. Oh, I guess I do have a pair of Tom's. You have I forgot, a pair. But forgot you I have a pair. There's no shade to Tom's. Yeah. They're doing good things. I just liked them. I, I I never bought into the. Like I had a much later. I didn't buy yes. any of that shit. So so I was like, I feel like I'm attacked right now. Fuck <laughs> me. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> bitch. Uh, but the but the idea that we that everything we buy has to have some sort of meaning. And, Look, it's a one for one, okay? And, and we're so hungry for meaning, and, and we've attached capitalism. Yeah, we've attached meaning to capitalism. Totally. Um. So, uh, by the way, I have an Apple Watch. Uh, I bought one. <laughs> I and do. I not. made fun of them before I bought an Apple Watch, and uh, honestly, it's not that great. Um, <laughs> like it. <laughs> But but it still it, don't get the point. Uh, <laughs> but 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 it, it's a tracking like the most beneficial thing is that it tracks like steps and it tracks yeah. your, your sleep and there are some benefits to that. Um, but my God, like who who the fuck? This is th- like what three hundred dollars? Yeah, <laughs> like, and you have to buy another one. I, I, I'm paying a monthly fee. I, I've got it because I got it through my. You've phone. got the time here as you through, look at your phone that through, also has I've the got, time. I've on got it. it through my phone and, and, and it's like it. Like the idea that like we like we track runs 
I I have an app on my phone where I track my my mower when I'm mowing my grass. Got That's GPS great. Who the fuck cares, man? No one cares, Why am man. I giving that data away to a company? Seriously. Like, what the fuck is wrong? What What does it mean? Just calibrating to the space me, station. That it took me 15 <laughs> minutes less to cut my grass than it did the week before. Or that was 15 fi- minutes less you got to be outside? Or, or 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I race the GPS when I'm working. Or, I race it every time. I'm like, yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> you race the GPS. Or every time. you're trying to find fucking meaning. Or uh, <laughs> see, see how you can get your run down to a certain time. Or you wish you could like, find a bathroom on a run and, and just the there's nowhere to be found. You did something, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. I track every fucking show that I watch. Yeah. When's the last time you did something that was untrackable? Yeah. I mean, it was weird. I was, when yeah, I was at the gym the other day, hiking. I forgot. Yeah. And I, mean, I was, that's, yeah. A couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and you track, and, and, and all that shit gets tracked, and and we're telling we're telling people this, you know, this Apple Watch, it says something about who I am. <laughs> no, it fucking doesn't. It says I I fucking I'm a fucking shell of a human who spent <laughs> who spent too much fucking money on a thing where people collect my data about my location. I willingly give it to them. And I tell them <laughs> my how health well, data. I tell my... them when I go to sleep. And I, I give it all that information. It also has all my, my text messages. and It's, it's got my credit cards on it. Yeah, it's, it's all fucking it. Like, why? So, I think, like... Uh, and it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, parts yeah. of it are cool. Yeah, I, this is my second or third one I've had. Yeah. I, they're great. They're fine. I had a Fitbit before this. I like this more. And but it says something about who you are. I'm, my God. Right. I think we're I've... Buying, we're one we're of buying the things into it, man. I've been thinking a lot about is like, what is... She talks about millennials at one point. I forget which one of the women says this, but it, like the millennials job was just to tear it down. Yeah. And I think for a long time, I thought... I've said this before. I thought my job was to build up. I thought I was to point out the flaws and build it back up. And it turns out in the church, they don't like you doing that. They'd rather you just play along. So even if you're trying to say, no, 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 I'm trying to give you something better, that's not what they want. And so like, I've realized more and more in my family, I'm thinking like in my broader family unit with like my extended, my siblings and parents, stuff like that. Like, and then I would say, I guess whatever that might mean beyond that, like the people that are in my circles of concern, my job has simply been to just tear down. Yeah. My kids, I don't have to give them anything else. Yeah. Like your kids, like you and Mandy have been talking about on here. They're doing a damn good job on yeah. their own figuring that out. My job is to give them the tools to encounter the world, and then they can make something with and that. My what, job I mean, isn't she to said, build something yeah, for them. She said it's interesting with our kids because we dismantled the foundation for our kids and didn't put another one in place. Yeah. And they've done a good fucking yeah. job of building their own foundation. And it's like And building their own core values and what they think. Yeah, is totally. And we've been we have we guided that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I hope we <laughs> You been, didn't kick him out of the nest. I mean, I hope flying. we've been. I hope we've been kind people. Yeah, and and they've seen us be kind in the world to. I mean, it's something as simple as restaurants. They've seen us tip well. They've seen us be cordial even with shitty service. We've been like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they, we've we've they've seen we've tried to model this the best way we can. The core tenets of what we grew up with, the shit that we didn't want that we shouldn't jettison, which is yeah. kindness. Like being gentle with people. I mean, I guess you could say the fruit of the spirit yeah. outside of a religious context. And I think they're building those foundations on their own. We've had a good shit, uh, some really good. Yeah, we yeah. Need to I want to mention that Stasso says, "Are we filling holes or pursuing wonder?" That was after my attack on the on the the astrology. I apologize. Uh, I apologize to everyone I offended with my comments on astrology, uh, uh, enneagram, and uh, whatever. astrology is older than most ancient, using. most faiths. So, so the so. question is, are 
Are we filling holes or pursuing wonder? And my answer is yes. Yes. I, I mm. think I think if you become dogmatic, you're filling holes. But if you're curious with it, you're pursuing If you're wonder. playing with it. If you're playing with it, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, you're pursuing wonder. Uh, I, I think I think that's the difference because we saw a lot of people go from being dogmatic from one side to the other side. And and I think that's yeah, the problem. I, so I, much, I, st- I was following some like atheist accounts on TikTok and I just got I was immediately tired of it. Yeah. I was just like this Yeah, you talked about that before. This is just, just exhausting, yeah. dude. Like and it, spend, to spend all your like all of their videos were just like responses to like trolls in the comments. It was just like, dude, yeah. like this is just exhausting, man. All you've all you're doing is like just being dogmatic on the other side of the fucking spectrum. And it's just like I don't know, man. It's 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 a I struggle with that a lot. I struggle with I find myself somewhere in the middle of all of it, but I don't know where anymore. Like I don't have a home at all. Yeah. If you're, if you're using those things to, um, to judge other people, go fuck yourself. Yeah. If you can't love me because I'm a Scorpio, I'm not that I'm Scorpio. (laughs) I literally don't know what my sign is, but if you can't love me because of that, like go, somebody's like, somebody's thinking right now, Oh, he has big Leo vibes right now. Whatever that means. (laughs) I don't know, but if you can't love somebody because of what their star sign is, like go fuck yourself or their Enneagram or, you know, who their favorite character is in Star Wars, whatever you want to. We've all got what, it. Like, yeah. like, I think we, we all have. Here's, here's, no here's shade. Yeah. If that brings you joy, fuck you. Here's in, great. In, but if you're going to be a dick about it, go fuck yourself. This goes right back to the videos, though, because we our generation is still pursuing meaning in everything. Yeah, because we were all yeah. raised in the church. We were told everything is meaningful. We Every, out on meaning. God has a yeah. God has a plan. Like it, it, it you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like and so all we've done. I, I see. I mean, guys, the the white. Sorry, but the 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 post Christian white woman witch is just as played out as white dudes with podcasts at this point. Yeah. Like it because it's become so. It's not saying that none of that's meaningful or whatever, but like. I've watched that just become just as dogmatic as fucking Christianity, yeah. and I think this is this goes back to the videos because we, we our generation because we were raised with meaning we seek it in everything, and so when we jettison something like Christianity, we automatically rush to something else. And so for some of us, it was uh, Ramdas, some of us it was Thich Nhat Hanh or Buddhism or or astrology or whatever but like we in 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 our generation almost inevitably becomes dogmatic about that other shit Mm -hmm. because we we were raised on dogma but you've got a generation that wasn't raised with any dogma and i don't think that's bad in that i i really reject this idea that uh, i mean it was almost like the 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 response lady was like these kids are all just going to kill themselves. Look at the suicide rates. Yeah. It's like, the, lady, the suicide rates are because we live in hell. Yeah, we live in a Fuck fucking me, hell. Fuck me, man. All these kids want is like justice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why, and, and they see no justice and no hope of any justice. So it's like, that's why. It's not because they don't have any meaning. It's because they look around and it's like, everything is fucked. Their yeah. entire lives have been fucking yeah. chaos. So, and not because they weren't in church, because the entire world has been on fire their entire life. Yeah, and so then, so then the question is, if you truly don't believe that the long arc of history bends toward justice, that the arc just comes down and smashes you in the, in the taint, mm, like, the what do you, like, how do you help your children? That's, I think that's part of, like, how do you respond to, to someone where you can say, like, I actually don't think that 
things will things might get better incrementally here and there but overall like we are not moving we're moving towards entropy we don't move towards wholeness i feel like nihilism at its best is not in in focusing on the the world bending towards justice it's not in in focusing at the end right nihilism at its best is realizing all that matters is now we only have only now. have now. We only this is what we've got. It doesn't matter what's coming, n- like the judgments about where mm-hmm. how, how the world like all all that matters yeah. is right now. Um, we've had so much fucking yeah. good conversation. Stasso says we're I, gonna miss some yeah. of it, and I'm sorry. Staso says I I offended you back with my comment on Star Wars. I didn't actually read your comment on Star Wars <laughs> until until you said that, and then I went up and just I just want to say Staso, I am so sorry, but. Everyone has to be wrong sometimes. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Were there any other comments you were wanting to hit, Brad? I mean, the, the number one health issues thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, that's you know, we're suicidal because we lack relationship. We need to quit othering and recognize we belong to each other. I mean, that the the loneliness idea, like the, the idea that we are no longer um, able to be near each other and around each other. Uh, I mean that that is a that is a cause for people. Yeah, you know, coming untethered from themselves. Yeah, it's not to say that I think Gen Z's perfect and they're not going to have issues, but like I just, I don't know. They I, it just that. felt. The, the, and what she said was the like they're disillusioned by the Christians' uh, treatment of the LGBTQ community. They have fucking hearts. They have yeah. bigger hearts than Christianity. Oh yeah, because they see what Christianity is doing to that community, and like nah. And not nah. doing to that community, doing to their friends yeah, yeah. Doing and to their, their family. Yeah. And like, yeah, dude. And it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I have a lot of hope for Gen Z. Like, I feel like yeah, if they don't save too. us, we're all fucked. Yeah. But like, what does I mean, that even lit- mean? I mean, if they don't, <laughs> I mean, if they don't, once they are of age to like, I mean, they're just now of voting age. If yeah. they, once they are in age of, to being able to legislate and whatever and be in charge if they don't save us we're fucked like because i think they still like they have a sense of justice that we do not have yeah i would agree that we're raised in the fucking church let that sink right. in <laughs> yeah like i found my sense of justice after i left the church mm-hmm. you know like yeah. and, and so they don't have it but they have that and that's meaningful because the the meaning is in the it, I mean going back to what she said, the relationships like their friends that are getting fucked over they're like their friends that you know needed an abortion and couldn't get one yeah yeah or whatever you know what I'm saying like they just have like they have seen so many people be relentlessly fucked that their meaning is we don't want that we want a more equitable <laughs> yeah future like. Because we're all being fucked. And this is where like this is where I think the Democrats are kind of fucked too, because I think well, they just yeah. assume that they're all gonna vote Democrat and it's like Nah. No, they'll just not vote and let you burn to the fucking ground. Or vote third party. Yeah. I mean they just don't care. Like I mean this is which is why Joe Biden should be the one hundred percent. Um anyway, that's that's another tangent. Go ahead. Um Dan says, does using the money instead of for a watch but to help someone uh any more meaningful i think it just depends like i I think josh gets a lot of enjoyment out of his watch um me i don't know that i'd use the money to for somebody else i'd use it to buy more star wars toys (laughs) um 
you know. Yeah. I, I mean, sure, in theory, <laughs> I think, you know, it, it, I, yeah. Well, and it's like that's that's where you get to things like um, uh, effective uh, altruism, where they're trying to like, how can you make your money do the most good? And so you know they've got these yeah. sites where like if you donate this <laughs> oh, much money, Kiva for Kiva, so yeah, Kiva, or like if you <laughs> yeah. donate money to like malaria nets to Africa to this specific country in Africa, your money goes like three times further than it does anywhere else. That, like you donate, and it's like that's really cool. So do I do that or do I give that money to? some the you know someone on the street do i (laughs) do i use that money on my watch i mean you know (laughs) dan also says uh but even talking about our kids but even if they weren't doing super well does that mean you should jump no christianity as the gold standard no absolutely not yeah and yeah i would agree dan that i mean helping someone is not any it's just as meaningless but i mean it's if it brings you if it brings you joy and makes you feel better fucking do it who the fuck cares i do a lot of shit that that brings me joy and makes me feel better so why can't you if that if that's what if that's your kink get into it man <laughs> dude sure okay you guys were joking about my shirt earlier. no like, i said no, I, I like your fucking like, shirt makes me, no, no, no i wasn't no, no. on your shirt i literally said, said i like your shirt no no, no I, sorry i wasn't saying that you guys were making fun of me but like you made a, you like, we joked about it like it makes me happy. I have I have Converse that have dinosaurs on them that Fuck I had me. to specifically nice. look for because they only make them for children, and I found adult size because <laughs> like, it fucking yeah. makes me happy. And it's like, is that any what? I don't think I, that's I, a I bad defy thing. you to tell me that that's more meaningful I will only or less my, meaningful all, than sending money. All I will Africa. say to that is I mean, what I think the first lady warned is that a consumerism it can be just as right meaningless. Oh yeah, yeah it's I totally mean, like, meaningless. But what I'm Absolutely. saying is exactly it's, what I'm saying is there's a there's if you're putting your hope in, if you're just finding meaning in material shit, you're fucked. Right. Because it's never enough. Like, I mean, look at look at billionaires. I mean, that's what they do. Their entire meaning is in their wealth, their worth, like yep. they're like and, and, and so, having the most of. And it. it's never enough. I mean, no. just never enough. I mean, how Jeff Bezos can't just wake up and be like, "I've got enough." It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally fucking insanity. You know, and it's like so. I, that's the only thing I would say to like. And in, in, to that point, what we talked—I think we briefly mentioned it earlier—that spirituality is in capitalism are very similar. Uh-huh. Like that—that that it's just—it's it, becoming just another product in a lot of ways. Like buy the app. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you need the premium app because oh, yeah, the premium the app, ad-free. Ad it's ad-free, and you can really meditate. You can really get in there, like. Or we've got guided meditations, but if you it, it's eight ninety nine to download yeah. the app, or eight ninety nine a month, or whatever. Like it it so all of it, like all of the rampant consumer shit, even spiritual shit, a lot is problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. it because it's it's peddling meaning when it's actually just meaningless. Yeah, and this is why I don't think that Gen Z is fucked when it comes to this stuff. I don't think Gen Z is fucked. Because uh, because they don't have like a framework or whatever that that we because yeah. we haven't handed them one because again we were the tear it down generation mm-hmm. and yeah. like they're the ones building it back up we're the ones that are fucked and so yeah. again when the spirituality lady yeah. was saying she was speaking from her own fear that we're the yes. fucked ones yeah it doesn't mean that they're fucked we might be fucked yeah. Just because we have been just like boomers will die happier than we will. One hundred percent. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, they have, they have all the money. So, yeah. well, yeah, that, that I mean, too. they do. Like, and it, again, the 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 lead, you know, addled their brains from the yes, gasoline. Yeah, Tio, it's hard to find meaning when you're literally a product. We are a little and this this tracker I have on my on my wrist is a fucking it makes me the product. They yeah. sell this shit to someone else mm-hmm. to sell me more shit that I don't need. Yep. You know, and, and uh, I when I when I say everything is meaningless, I don't mean meaningless to you. I mean it's inherently meaningless and everything that is meaningful it's because we have assigned meaning to that. And yes, the the Enneagram can be meaningful, but, but you have to understand it's meaningful because you assigned meaning to it. It's not inherently meaningful. Right. And same with Star Wars. Star Wars, super meaningful to me. But it's meaningless. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it, it doesn't fucking matter, you know? No. Uh, but, but, I mean, I yeah, love I, it. It's I, important to me. I do want to change your language on. Uh, <clears throat> we won't. The boomers will not die yeah, happier okay, than us. Yeah, they yeah. will die more comfortable than yeah. us. Yes, they'll dry, they'll die more certain <clears throat> of their rightness. Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's probably. Although I don't know, man. I. That's that's that might be debatable too. I, I feel like this is getting into what it's probably what different direction we're going to talk about on the pod next week. Yeah. Good. Uh, that, got I, I did feel like <clears throat> it, this led right into that. Yeah. So, but I think so. Let's stick with the kids. Stick with the kids. Uh, well, I love my kids and I love their friends. I love their like that generation. Just I. I don't get some of their humor because I'm old. Like, mm-hmm. I, like <laughs> Miles will show me videos and he's just literally like in tears laughing. And I just <laughs> yeah, am like, uh, I don't get it. Like, I just he showed you the open the door. <laughs> God, <laughs> on, I've seen that on TikTok. <laughs> oh, it's it's a quote. And, open yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, my, my class I mean, that I had Abram, last year, I heard that so fucking. Abram has the most Norm McDonald esque sense of humor I've ever seen, but he doesn't like Norm McDonald. I don't get it. But yeah. it's like he just like he'll show me them some videos and things. I'm like. I don't understand yeah. this. Like it's, I'm glad that you think it's funny, but yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Anyway, I have a lot of hope. I, mm-hmm. I am not as bleak about their future as I think. Oh, I'm not. I'm not bleak no, at all. No, I'm not. No, I, not at all. I mean, the only thing that, again, I'm I'm more bleak about our future. Yes. As far as the systems of the world, but they've like again, we care about the systems because we lived on the tail end of when we thought the system gave a fuck. Yeah. yeah. They've been raised they realizing that we thought the system has never never given a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why Gen Z is going to be the ones that take down massive corporations. Mm-hmm. I mean through union, I if mean If it's going to happen, it would be through them. You yeah. look at what they're doing with Starbucks. I mean, Starbucks does not understand this generation. No. They don't. Like and, we've and, talked and about that's this the largest portion of their workforce. We've talked about this a lot. You yeah. and I have on the phone like they don't get it. These corporations do not understand. It used to be you could hold a job above somebody's head and it would kill a union mm-hmm. because you'd be like, well, what else are you going to get? Like, this is what companies like Starbucks do not understand is that go ahead. This generation is like fucking fire me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll just go get a job somewhere else. Like, yeah, again, they just, these are going to be, this is going to be the generation that changes 
like changes, I think, the course of where we're headed. Yeah. I've talked about this the time I was at Starbucks and it was really fucking busy during the holidays and the barista next to me who was making all the drinks really fastly was like on the verge of like a, a, a breakdown and her supervisor who was like, clearly they were friends, um, just went behind her and just said, hey, everything's meaningless. <laughs> None of this matters. Yeah, seriously. And, and it was like, that was the coaching she needed to be like, oh yeah, this is fine. New it's coffee. It's fucking yeah. coffee. Uh, and just to hear that and be like, oh yeah, why are you stressed out? None. These people that are angry, not your problem. Yep. I mean, it's nothing like, you again, can do about it. Again, anyway. you look. This is a perfect example. Starbucks recently got kicked off of Cornell's campus, and that's in Ithaca, New York. And Ithaca, New York, is where all of the the. Uh, union stuff mm-hmm. where they started forming unions and Starbucks closed every one of the stores in Ithaca, New York, just closed them. And they were still on campus at Cornell and students literally slept outside of the president's office until he kicked Starbucks off of campus. Nice. They don't give a fuck. Yep. They like, don't. yeah, but I mean, in a good way, like they don't like you, the, the normal, they, they like have nothing. Like so they're they have sitting, nothing exactly. They're sitting there going, lose. well, ruin your life. And they're like, what the fuck else can you, I pay $3,000 in rent for a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. We talked yeah. about last week. What the fuck else a, are you going to do to me? on somebody's kitchen right. for $950 again? They're like, they don't have like, <laughs> I'm going to say this and this is going to be a, it's going to end up being a good thing. They don't have any dignity to lose. Yeah. Yeah. We were sold dignity and we just like. You you gain dignity by being put together or having a good financial for, I mean, portfolio or being successful in your career or being a good in the church or an elder or like we were sold all this shit. We were told and, to be to be known as strong, work, hard workers, upstanding, all that kind of stuff. Like the the worst thing you could call someone from our generation was lazy, yeah, was like uncaring, yeah. uninvolved. I mean those yeah. Like and and we've we've developed an entire generational identity around the idea that we are going to um, be like we are always going to be there for you when you like when to like do things the right way and we put meaning into every single thing I, we did. I, here's and, here's what I can say about about like my kids being Gen Z. Uh, I may not have handed them a playbook of me of finding meaning. Or a framework to find meaning, but I handed them a shitload less trauma than I yeah, was Yeah, fuck yes. Yes. And yep, that's yep. that's the work, and that's where our generation, this is why our generation, it sucks to be in our generation, because we had to be the ones to go, enough. Yep. This yeah. is fucking crazy, enough. And so we we have stopped it, and hopefully, a lot. I mean, obviously, again, it's not a monolith, but like, I have handed my kids less trauma. Now, that doesn't mean no trauma, I've made my mistake. Different trauma. But right. I'm saying I have handed them less trauma than yeah. I was handed. Yeah. Quantitatively and so less is Mandy. Trauma. Like it's just like in that in to me, that's how the world gets better. If you want yeah. to talk about the arc of the universe bending toward justice, that's how. Yeah. It's and, and, every generation going, Man, that was fucked up. I know my parents were doing their best, but that's yeah. fucked up. And I and I will say this, I know for a fact my parents handed me less trauma than their parents. Yes, so did them. mine. But it, yeah. yes. I mean, th- mm-hmm. they did 100%. I watched, I watched my dad get handed trauma up until the day his dad died. Yeah. Like it was awful. Like it was f- like we said, I sat and watched my dad get to live his entire childhood trauma through the last couple months of my grandpa's life. It was yeah. a fucking nightmare. It was yeah. awful. And it's like, and I, and I got to watch things that, yes, my dad handed me some trauma, but he, I, he did not hand me the shit that he was handed. 
So like again, but now I'm in therapy going, Oh shit, that was fucked up. Like they didn't even know, but it doesn't excuse it. Like it still caused pain and caused hurt and trauma. It doesn't matter if they knew what they were doing or not. It still hurt. Okay. I'm not doing that. Hmm. I'm not passing that on anymore. And if I have done that to my kids, I'll tell them I'm sorry. Hmm. Like, so I've handed them less trauma and I think we all have. I mean, just, I don't know all of your parenting, but I feel like we've all handed our kids less trauma than yeah. we were handed. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's taking shots at my hair, go fuck yourself. <laughs> have you, um, like I, I take a shot at Enneagram. Doesn't mean you need to come at me with my hair. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. Can you, if you, if you can spoil a kid's movie, but, uh, I took the boys to see the, the new Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, it's fucking great. Dude, it's so great. But like, it is, I mean, it is like this conversation where you've got like Ninja Turtles movies from like when we were young were like these, they, they were going to save everything and then disappear back under the sewers and yeah. and no one was going to know how awesome they were. I mean, it was, it was like, I the, mean, they talk about Riz in this one. That, oh yeah, it's I know. Dude, I told you, I told you guys they were aggressively Gen Z. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. like they, I mean, we, you know, it was very much the like dark night thing uh, of like, nobody will know that you're the one that actually saved everyone yeah. from all these terrible things. But instead like their whole thing is to get everyone on their side so that they can simply just go be kids. Like that's yeah. the whole idea. Even that, this, even dude. Like that's the whole. They just they save everyone just so they can be involved, just so they can be part. Yeah. And like they get they get all these people who normally would hate them and be afraid. And their their parent figures, you know, Splinter and the other the other guys, like they yeah. they are telling them like you just don't do this. You got to save. It turns out and it, it's like it, it's, it turns out that letting beautiful. your kids figure themselves out with your guidance, letting your kids figure themselves out without handing them a specific framework we were told would ruin their lives. And right. what I'm finding with ours is the exact opposite. Yeah. Yep. Like I'm like, and that's been a real, and again, I think it's a mind fuck to my parents. Yep. Like they cried watching Abram and Ezra in the musical last year. And they were just like, you could tell they were, when they were talking to us, like, and I was thinking, well, they're like, I never would have thought Abram would have done that. Like, yeah, and us either. But like, we just let him decide that. He wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I was forced into sports. Like I, I did the choir thing, but like when I got to high school, I was, I was forced to like make a choice and I chose sports. I fucked up. I wish I would have made the other decision. Hmm. And so that's another thing I haven't passed on to my kids is I let them choose. Oh yeah. They played sports and they got to the point where like, eh, I don't really want to do it anymore. And I grew up with nothing but sports. Yep. And I was like, okay. Yep. Digger and I, so uh, he played soccer, didn't go well. Uh, he did spell bowl, went well, did math. Eh, eh, but he was thinking about doing uh, basketball because some of his friends are doing it. Like, so I just asked him, like the signups are, are coming up to the, the end zone or till the deadline. And uh, I was like, hey, dude, you want to play basketball? And he's like, nah, just seems like a waste of time. It's like, all right. All right, man. More power to you. I mean, I'm not going to force him to do. How something many kids do you do. see balling in a soccer field? God. I mean, I remember like it's just like just don't just put just pull them, dude. Like, there's no reason for that. They obviously don't want to do it, and it's yeah. like, and again, I've got three kids in the musical. It makes me so proud because it was like I've just let them choose that. I've just let them. We've just let them. Like, oh, that's what you want to do. That's what brings you joy. Okay, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to like, we've told Ezra, like I've got it. He's a senior and it's like, I've told him 
we, we've had conversations of just dude there's no rush <laughs> yeah like you don't have to fit like all of this yeah. I, I sat with it we were out by the fire one night and i was just me and him and i said dude you don't have to figure all of this out right now i said yeah. this bullshit at school where as a freshman at the high school they make them pick like a career path yeah like you take those inventories and, and shit. it's just like i get, like no. on one hand i get it but it like i told him i was like dude it's all bullshit yep i said you can you don't um, you don't have to move out the second you turn 18 you have to go to college if you want to go to college we will yeah let's make that happen uh if you haven't figured out what you want to go for okay go go to ivy tech and take your general ed classes or go work for a year Mm -hmm. or something and just you can live here as long as you're working like as long as you you know what i mean like we're just trying to tell him like dude there's no pressure yeah but goddamn, dude i mean we grew up it was like you turn 18 you move out you go to college you go get a job you never come back and it's like fuck dude like that that world doesn't exist anymore yep i mean i mean and that's the thing like People are getting college degrees and then unemployed. Yeah, finally. Or <laughs> underpaid or, you know, making, you know, a fraction of what percentage wise. Of what, what they we were made. told we were going to yep. get if yeah. we put if we only racked up that college debt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah, unsustainable. Um a c- couple of things from the book I wanted to point out, and these are probably bigger worms, bigger cans, but I, I while we're talking about the sunny nihilist. Um, two quotes that, that she, well, the, so she says too much meaning is a terrible thing. Uh, it's corrosive. Uh, I need to realize that I'm a chunk of meat hurtling through space on a rock in a hundred years. No one cares. Yeah, yep. hundred years, all new people. How no many one, times have we said it? On no this one block? cares about your shoes or your job yep. or you. No one cares. Uh, let that soak in like a warm bath. Like in a hundred years, no one cares about you pressure's off yeah the pressure is <laughs> off and, and, and if i if i say no one cares about you in 100 years if that bothers you ask why <laughs> ask why that bothers you and then go read a book on buddhism they'll tell you very quickly why that is. <laughs> in a hundred years no one cares about this podcast in five years no one cares about yeah. this podcast dude i'm not going to care about months. it in about a month yeah nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares i remember all, all that matters is now you and i having a conversation a while back um i guess probably three years ago now but we we're and i was like yeah you know it's gonna be really interesting because there's gonna come a day where it's been five years since the last person posted on the pub yeah which will obviously come after the last podcast so like It'll five years after the last person is posted on the pub, and then and then and like you like, go, oh that was a thing. Like, oh yeah, and you, it'll like pop up in your Facebook I sidebar. About that. And I don't it's remember like, that. I remember that. It, yeah. Like oh yeah, that was really interesting. That what a time that was. All right. I mean, I think about my grandparents. I mean, all three of my four grandparents are gone. I don't. I mean, I've visited grandma and grandpa's once or twice, papa's once or twice. Like, I mean, all, I mean, I think about them occasionally, but yeah. like. They're almost forgotten. Yeah. But but your kids, my kids won't, and their kids won't. My kids, it'll be a them. they'll be a vague memory. Oh, I remember. Yeah, grandpa and grandma. I remember. Yeah. Pa- I, well, they don't know Pat. They didn't even know yeah. my papa. Like, All right. they weren't even born when he died. So uh, like, yeah. Anyway, so another one is this is from a quote from David Benatar, Pat's brother. <laughs> Damn it! Um, <laughs> it's so, so obvious, <laughs> right there. there. Right there. Uh, I don't believe that suffering gives meaning. I think people try to find meaning in suffering because the suffering is otherwise so gratuitous and unbearable. 
Mm-hmm. We live in chaos. Yeah. No. We live yeah, in we chaos. We talk about suffering, but like we're trying to assign meaning to that. Like, oh, we wouldn't be here without it. Like, might be in a much better place without it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is Epicurus. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, death does not concern us because as long as we exist, death is not here. And when it comes, we will no longer exist. I won't fucking care after. The these, modern, are the conver- these are the conversations Mandy and I've been having. The like, mod- that's the modern. Who cares? I'll be dead. Yeah, you yep. know. We that, had this conversation the other night around the fire pit of just yeah. like told her like one of my biggest fears is death, and she was like, yeah. "What do you fear?" And it was just like, "You, it, you'll be gone. It won't matter." Yeah, like and and so we had a really now. good conversation about just. I mean, it is one of my biggest fears. It's something because I was talking to her about like when I did shrooms, like I set my intention and I know that if I do it again, my intention needs to be, I need to experience death. Like I need, yeah. but I told her, I was like, I haven't been like, I haven't been willing to like put that intention out there at all because I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Mm. And you don't know how, like (laughs) if you can unfuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If there was like an antidote I could take, if it starts to go South, like, that's the the the, the alternate take of Tony Braxton. I just break my heart. I just have. Yeah. I fuck my mind. Fuck my mind. Fuck my mind. <laughs> um, it needs to be the title of the episode. Uh, I just yeah, that's just one of my biggest fears. But like we, so we had a really good conversation. It's like intellectually, I understand I'm going to die, and I understand like nobody cares. Like yeah, it's over. Like it just it, there's no like. It's all I realize it's all just ego shit. Like I yeah. know it's all just ego shit, but it's yeah. like ego shit that I haven't been able to deal with yet. Oh, yeah. And we were we were told we were fucking important. Yeah. yeah. I I told her I was like we Jeremiah were we were Jeremiah twenty nine eleven looms large in my mind. Yeah. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Like plans to keep you like, in and, and so I'm still like through therapy long. and stuff, so I'm still deconstructing the idea. I'm still coming to term i'll say coming to terms with the idea that there is no fucking plan and so i think that that is part of my issue with with death i mean it's just this like i feel like there's a plan and like it it, and so that scares the shit out of me because it's like i don't know i I don't know it reminds me of the shit um, i've got to deal with for sure cademan's call song prove me wrong um hold on I'm going to read it. Cool. Okay. Um, but uh, so, sometimes I fear maybe I'm not chosen. <laughs> um, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. You're, you're not chosen. <laughs> I hate to bury the lead yeah. here, but. You can uh, choose yourself. That's great. Go for it. Um, you know, you've hardened my heart like Pharaoh. That would explain why life is so hard for me. No. Life is just meaningless just, and hard. It's just hard. It's just hard. Uh, and and you, you're, you're not chosen. Mm. Or you are. Depends on what you want to believe about yourself. Chosen to be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, 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 so I read that book, and, and I'm going to give a little spoiler for it. Like, at the end, like, usually in non-fictional, like, self... That's not really self-help, but, like, that, those types of books, there's, like, it all comes together. Like, but, pop... Philosophy, it all comes back together to like this it it, you feel this mountain coming and like ah there it is Mm -hmm. books on nihilism it's intentional she's like i love it 
this book's meaningless. It's like philosophical edging. Like, <laughs> and she does, she does, she does tie it all together. She's bring you right to the edge of finding some she, meaning. She in ties it. it all together, but but in the end, she's like, "Tomorrow morning, you're gonna wake up." You know. And it comes back to what have we talked about a million times? Sisyphus pushing the fucking rock yep. up the hill, yep. man. This is why absurdism. I can't get away from it, dude. Yep. Camus exactly. blew my dick off, and it hasn't just been a phase. I can't get past that philosophy of like everything is inherently chaotic and absurd and fucked and the only way to do it is just to be happy in yep. the midst of the chaos yeah and like yeah. well that's why he, he starts just, off that essay saying the only question that matters is suicide yes because like are you going to short circuit the question or are you going to deal with the question yes if you're going to deal with the question it's a really bleak book like it is. it's a, and it's like, like a it's, it's a masterpiece but it's very bleak but at the, at the end he's just like i mean the end is the money shot he's just like yeah. i have to picture sisyphus as being happy because yeah. the only other alternative is suicide yep yeah or philosophical uh, suicide which is the other piece that he talks right, about yeah right. but like it's yeah. yeah I just, if you're gonna if you're gonna stay in the game, you gotta. We went way over. over. It's way been a long it's been fucking a long podcast. Episode. Let's kill. Sorry guys. No, no it's fine. fine. What's you? We could have done like Michael three did more of eighteen this. new stories. That's true. That's it's well, Michael's fault. Well, no, it's actually the time turner. We haven't been here as long as you <laughs> the think. Time it's only been ten let minutes in his mind. Letting you guys know, I, it's well. <laughs> bad news. Ahsoka's already on. I'm missing it. Damn. Oh, sorry, buddy. All right, that's all right. Um, so, all right, let's go to the hashtags. Uh, any closing thoughts before we go? No, we're gonna uh, next week's topic is going to be similar. I'm excited to hear you guys different. talk about that. Yeah, it's another TikTok. We're not going to tell you who's going to be on. It's yeah. a surprise. Spoiler. I thought you already did. I thought no. you mentioned it earlier. No, I almost did. Oh. I caught myself. It's not Lucas. Sorry. No, guys. it's not. Um, the it'll be me, but with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is finally <laughs> Josh and his pussy duster. Yeah. I am going to tie this together. <laughs> you got to do a mustache, bro. You do. I, I need to do it like in the summer when I have time to grow the beard yeah. back. Uh, unlike the the book, I'm going to tie it together and just say, like, if you hear anything about this, it's that all there is is now. Yep. Think we're being worried about death. That's later, man. Find something that it's is not now. Find something that you can find meaning and joy and love in. Find Chase where the juice is for you, and you do yeah. it. And yeah. and if it is those things that we've mentioned and shat on, like. I, I don't feel like we've shat on you anything. You don't need though. my approval. Yeah, that's true. You know, do 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 what's going to bring you <laughs> and joy. And if you're scoffing at it, like you need our approval, maybe you want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think about why. Yeah, why did it upset you? Um, yeah. So focus on the now. Focus on what brings you joy. Um, f- find meaning in what you find meaningful. You know, make make your own meaning. Yep. All right. That's how that book should have ended. That's how it should have, yeah. Oh, shit. I had a lot more than I thought. Yeah, I did too. Man, I haven't seen you type shit. You really had some? Yeah. Let her rip, man. Go for it. All right. Um, Disney Human Centipede. <laughs> Pastards Edging. Of course. Yeah. Different kind of cat. <laughs> All sumac crack. Life uh, finds a pastard. Stephen Colbert stretched out. Yep. Mariah Carity. I am a friend of Santa. Right. Nihilistic preschools. If you can't love me because I'm a Scorpio, 
<laughs> yeah, the kids don't feelings. give a fuck. <laughs> unfuck my mind and chosen to be fucked. Unfuck my mind. Say you Stay. love me again. <laughs> Say that nothing matters. Uh, if you're gonna uh, hashtag, if you're gonna go hard in the paint. Oh no! If you're gonna go, yeah, go, hard go hard in the paint. paint. Uh, hashtag a human centipede of High School Musical. Hashtag I love his hounds. <laughs> Oh, Bassett. <laughs> you enjoyed that way too much. You're, I wonder why. Uh, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was up there. Uh, hashtag jerk you to semi completion. Hashtag <laughs> live from Glorgon Six. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag like a surfboard. Touched for the very oh, that first was your <laughs> like a surfboard. <laughs> uh, hashtag uh, they had a sale. What? Oh, for the for the the food I bought. <laughs> oh yeah, for the chicken. Uh, hashtag, I had no chips this week. You've got Dude, a whole I bought, box. I bought of you chips. chips. God damn it, Brad! You bitch. I brought snacks just for you. <laughs> we, I just couldn't get up. I don't know. Uh, hashtag uh, John Stamos like my tweet. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Cleveland steamrolled. Hashtag I'm prepping now. I have no idea. Uh, hashtag like Stephen Colbert stretched out. Hashtag Mariah Carity. Hashtag drinking teenage blood. Hashtag if you can't love me as a Scorpio. Uh, I gotta find out my sign. Hashtag philosophical edging. Uh, I think I'm a Capricorn. I think that means I'm really boring. <laughs> I'm sure that's what I'm that end means. of I, my birthday's in the end of I'm May. A Someone can jar of fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> um, okay, a jar okay. of traumatized mayonnaise. I've got Malkovich, <laughs> Malkovich, uh, <laughs> Billy Nelson, um, made of yum yum, <laughs> uh, sumac crack, Cleveland steamrolled, a new Darren. Um, <laughs> Eight, eight stem cells. Joshua Gemini. Um, there you go. And unfuck my mind. Mandy's a Gemini, too. That's why you two get along. Josh, we know you're a Gemini, Josh. We didn't need your no. birthday. Thanks, for that. Facebook user. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we want to do? Um, there we go. Man, I don't know. I like a lot of them. What, I don't care. I'm up for what I like. John Stamos like my. That's, that's great. <laughs> My ex. He liked my ex first. Uh, man. I like sumac crack. Sumac sure. crack. Why not? Fuck yeah. it. Mariah Carey. Call it. Oh, I have no dog in this fight. <laughs> Michael, when's your birthday? Uh, this month, September 30th. Okay, she's gonna. T- my wife's going to tell you. Uh, we, have, we have semi-regular arguments about this shit. Uh, <laughs> like, subscribe. It's write a review. Uh, what else? Patreon.com slash Bastards Podcast. Meaningless Apparel. You're a Libra. I'm a Libra. Okay. Is that different different from a Leo? Yes. (laughs) I'm legitimately. It's a different word, actually. Well, I didn't know if, like, (laughs) Leo was, like, the cool hip name for Libras. Nope. I don't think so. No. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. But uh, what's your. Rising moon. I, I don't have, know if I that's a thing. No, I have no dude, fucking idea. I have I, no idea. Yeah. Like I said, I think I'm just a jar of fucking traumatized mayonnaise. Yeah. Very I don't fucking know what Gemini means either. So Libra is very well. If you're anything like my emotions. wife, you're just 
as weird as all get out. Which is the one that you're an asshole? That's what I want to be. You're deeply spiritual. That's part of it, too. As is, much as you may not want to be. Is that Josh or is that me? It's both. Oh, no. Uh, Josh and Mandy. Someone tell me who Mandy's I am. Mandy's also on. a Gemini, so they, there's a lot of similarities. Come on, guys. Is that why I want to fool around with you in the back of a car sometimes? <laughs> is, is that, that why you want to give me a roadie on the way out? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>